0: Morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, yeah. We tend to get a little bit uh, out of sorts when we take a day off, don't we now? Just a little out of sorts. I'm looking for uh, this bit that I've been dying to play you. Because... Well, today, by the way, uh we could talk to him a little bit. Uh, Judge Napolitano is back from vacation, so we're going to have him back in as Don't well at me. about 7.30 or so. Don't Judge me. Kavanaugh hearings start today. Don't Got so much going on. France banning cell phones me. in schools. That's something uh, near me. and dear to the heart of Chia uh, Valenti. Well, I guess we'll be in eventually uh, sometime later on this week. Buzz Aldrin speaking out on that first Man on the Moon movie where they have neglected to show the American flag, which uh, is something that lathered us up on Friday and continues to lather people up. I mean, it really is pretty amazing, but uh, especially since they're acting as if this would be something that that, uh, Neil Armstrong would have appreciated. Oh, yeah, no, he was very humble. He would have loved the fact that we just ignored The American flag and the first man on the moon story. Sure, yeah. He was so humble, he just wanted to erase the presence of America. That's right. That's the ticket. That's what Neil Armstrong had to say. We are live here from the Discovery Design Studios. And thank you, DiscoveryDesignInc.com. And thank you to all of my lovely sponsors. We're going to start talking more about Golden Oak Lending. I think Tracy and Rick Ellis are going to be in later on. Uh, this week as well, and uh, nailing down some things with uh, Michael Proctor, who's headed back. But in the meantime, don't forget our happy hour is on the 27th of September. That is a Thursday, September 27th at Santino's Cigars and Cocktails. And, of course, the County Browns are going to be out there, so we'll have uh, plates of barbecue available for you to uh, buy, actually, because we're going to raise some money for backstoppers in the process. So that's going to be a ton of fun as well. Also, I have this weird thing where I, I don't know whether you uh, – you saw the situation with Monica Lewinsky. Why she was being interviewed is beyond me in the first place. But she walked out of this interview when she was asked about Bill Clinton. Plus, we're going to have fun with monkeys. Yeah, I, because th- there's a bunch of video out there now with the – because, you know, you realize that whole monkey reference with uh, DeSantis in, in Florida. And this guy who is the running for governor, the black dude on the Democrat side, he's really trying hard to make this a whole race thing and they're failing pretty miserably, but still, you know, a bunch of uh, really willing, dumb, white, liberal, guiltless journalists will always take the bait on that. And, of course, don't forget, the sharpens of the world will be more than happy to exploit stuff like this, too. So the the people who want to keep blacks on a plantation and keep them compared to monkeys all the time are certainly uh, trying to win out here. But also... I'm going to just – we don't need to go through too much this situation with the McCain funeral. It was a debacle. It was embarrassing for this country. Had to be embarrassing for the McCain family. I'm sure that ultimately down the line they're going to uh, hopefully regret – exploiting the death of their loved one just for the sake of taking some petty shots at president trump it just was unbelievable and just really unseemly embarrassing and obama and bush were all part of this thing and it just and megan mccain it just was uh I, listen, you know, I could understand people who have hurt feelings or uh, who even for that matter are are holding a certain level of grudge or you know i don 't know i I, I could understand people who have a certain level of anger, but when it gets to the point of this, when it becomes this vile and this shameless it it really is so unbecoming i I just felt i can 't imagine any liberal really honestly feeling like that was a good thing for this nation. And by the way, they acted like we just buried the King of England for crying out loud. It That was the entire week of it. I it was. Un- so anyway, I thought, well, this will be a good idea because I was going to do this during the week. And I did the whole uh, thing regarding, I don't know. I, this, this kind of will age me a little bit, but you remember the Saturday night live skit, right? And it, it was when, uh, Franco died. Here, I'll, I'll play it for you. This is, uh, I, I finally found the bit, and, uh, it's, uh, it's very funny. This is coming from some kind of... Later, he about-faced on an issue that strongly opposed for years,
1: calling for strenuous toy gun control legislation. Well, after a long illness, General Alissimo Francisco Franco died Wednesday. Reactions from world leaders were varied held in contempt as the last of the fascist dictators in the west by some he was also eulogized by others among them richard nixon who said quote general franco was a loyal friend and ally of the united states he earned worldwide respect for spain through firmness and fairness despite franco's death and an expected burial tomorrow doctors say the dictator's health has taken a turn for the worse
0: good evening See, they they made a bit of this, and it continued on and on and on through Saturday Night Live. It went through November and December and into January. Chevy Chase, and you're not. (laughs) That was funny back then. You know, Chevy Chase was the one who did the Weekend Update, and the Weekend Update was kind of like a groundbreaking comedy at the time because nobody really made fun of the news very much. And this was kind of like the first version of Anchorman, if you will. So,
1: Our top story tonight, Generalissimo Francisco Franco is still dead.
2: <laughs>
0: and now as a public service to those of our viewers who have difficulty with their hearing, I will repeat the top You'd never get away with this, though, nowadays. Everybody's so sensitive about everything. You'd, you'd never get away with somebody making fun of... The hard of hearing but. story of the day, aided by the headmaster of the New York
1: School for the Hard of Hearing, Garrett Morris. <laughs> Our top story tonight. Our top story tonight. At least, of least, Francisco Franco is still there. Franco
3: is still there.
1: Good night and have a pleasant. Good night tomorrow. and have a pleasant
3: <laughs> tomorrow.
0: <laughs> All right. So yeah, that that's gonna be the that's gonna be the thing. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> this, <laughs> I'm sorry. I should be able to show you this. This
1: one just in from Madrid, Spain, comes the word that Generalissimo Francisco Franco is still dead. <laughs> <laughs> not this day, his condition is unchanged.
0: So they, they just kept going on and on with this thing. And that's all I could think about, although I don't know whether that makes me mean or not. But that's all I could think about the whole week is John McCain is still dead. It's like come on people, we get it already, all right? We understand. But boy, the whole week and then the, this this debacle of a of a funeral where they just it, you would think there were, there were some people who were wondering even even liberal journalists who were thinking that this was some kind of like anti-Trump rally. Some dudes some dudes funeral and, it, it, and and they acted like it was, uh, it was all about Trump and all about, you know, bashing Trump. And there's John McCain just laying there going, hey, people, uh, you know, I know I was a jerk, but you guys are really being jerks. Will you go ahead and just bury me already? Because this is embarrassing me. So I can't wait to, for Cason to get on a little bit later on because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him all kinds of trouble over this monkey thing the folks over there at uh MRC TV my guys over at Newsbusters put together a very interesting little uh mashup regarding the term monkey and you all know what happened last week and i played you the entirety of the bit here regarding uh the DeSantis monkey statement well all week long and indeed even on some of the Sunday snoozer shows uh, there were some dis- discussion uh, about this this monkey comment that DeSantis made. And these guys were all acting as if this was him referencing the black candidate for governor on the Democrat side. You guys have, by now you, you've, you've heard this, we've beaten this one, that one to death, although uh, it never seemingly goes away with any speed when it comes to this. So they decided that they were going to Say that when DeSantis said monkey, he, of course, was referring to the black guy. And most of us are going, "Um, why is that always a foregone conclusion that the minute there's any reference towards a primate, it suddenly means you're talking about the nearest black dude? It's like, "Um, where did that come from? So they put together a little video about the colloquialism, and, and I think he, he said it he, – he didn't say monkeying around. He said monkey monkey it up or something, but just the word monkey apparently drove people crazy. Uh, but there is – it's common that you talk – you, you monkey around with things. Well, I mean – The guys at Newsbusters all but showed us here. Somebody
4: like an Omarosa comes in. Is that She throws a monkey wrench in all of
0: the public discussion? This is a woman on TV who talked about Omarosa throwing a monkey wrench into things. And no one one time in any way, shape, or form acted as if they were calling Omarosa a monkey. Just because they said monkey wrench. (laughs) Here's a video. Just people using it. A lot. But apparently it's racist to even say the word So Florida Democrats describe those comments, that phrase
4: monkey this up, as disgusting as racist dog whistles.
0: The
5: backlash to those words monkey this up instant. The head of the Florida Democratic Party declaring it's disgusting that Ron DeSantis is launching his general election campaign with racist
4: dog (laughs) whistles. Ron DeSantis. Uh, The candidate you endorsed, he said that it's not time to monkey around with the economy down in Florida. Uh,
0: Actually, he didn't say – in fact, it's so funny. Jim Acosta – and we'll get to the mashup of the monkey stuff, but then we're just setting it up here. It's funny how Acosta, even when – Acosta apparently always messes up when he's got a confrontation with the president. He'll either screw up sentences or he'll get things plain wrong. So the guy gets – I don't know whether he just gets stage fright or – what it is, but somehow he always manages to mess things up. And here, when he actually talks to the president, asks him a question like he's got a gotcha question here.
4: He said that it's not time to monkey around with the economy.
0: But- and in fact, if, if, had DeSantis actually said monkey around, I'm not quite sure half the people would have actually gotten on his ass about it. But he said monkeyed it up, and then so then, then they ran away with it. But still, actually, the point was he didn't say monkey around. You know, he, he just did. They just grabbed the word monkey out of the whole thing. But, but even, even when Acosta's confronting President Trump, he still misquotes the guy. Florida, uh, DeSantis no, I, I hear it, may have
4: made a, a racist comment.
0: Do
3: you think this candidate, uh, monkey this up, uh, took that uh, statement
4: and used it racially because he knew it would be a siren? I
0: mean, or a, a siren. Imagine being this candidate, and, and even though he's running away with it and he's taking the ball and and running with it and, and exploiting this thing, it still is kind of so demeaning to this guy for all these white people and indeed some dumb black people as well to scramble around making such a big deal out of the word monkey. I mean, it, it's kind of like drawing undue attention to this weirdness that is White people hearing monkey and automatically thinking black person. It's kind of of crazy.
4: Or anything else that would have a negative, racist tone to this campaign.
0: Now, let's listen to a history. Russia has been deeply complicit in monkeying around in American (laughs) politics
5: for a long time. That's what Donald Trump looked like yesterday. He looked like a surrender monkey. He looked, he looked.
4: Hey,
0: you calling Donald Trump a monkey? Racist.
4: He looked servile, he looked obsequious, he looked like a craven sycophant. They, they couldn't be more vile than if they were monkeys hurling their excrement at each other in a cage.
6: While Congressman Nunes has done more than any other congressional Republican to try to monkey-wrench the Robert Mueller
7: investigation.
0: That's my friend Rachel, I mean... I, and, and, and I guess... As long as you're talking about white people and you use the term monkeying around or monkeyed up or whatever it is, or monkey wrench, then you're fine. But the minute it involves some black people, unless it's Rosa, then they go crazy.
2: Well,
4: who's the monkey on the string and who's the guy with the organ (laughs) grinder? I mean, I think this is the question that Mueller's trying to figure
5: out. Anyway, Well, Mr. Shine, I'm quite sure, it's just the monkey here. It's the organ grinder who's uh, actually
0: driving the show, and that's our president. I mean, that guy was actually called a monkey. That, that was a uh, – this was just a, an individual that uh, they're talking about, but he, that guy was actually called a monkey. One, there's a little bit of a monkey on his back <laughs> around
1: this kind of neo-Nazi stuff. <laughs> He has retweeted some folks he shouldn't have retweeted, so there's a monkey on his
4: back. The states are certainly taking action. They're hardening their elections infrastructure to make sure the Russians can't penetrate it again, can't uh, monkey around with the vote counts.
8: What could have been done better with the clarity and beauty of 2020 hindsight, or was there anything to be done once we learned the Russians
0: were monkeying around? Oh! Brian Williams. Yeah, what, what, what are we going to talk about the monkey in the while? We're talking about the monkey in the around here, over here.
9: All ways that you could really hurt Putin where he lives and make it clear to him that this is what's going to happen if and he you get continues the point yet? monkeying around in our elections. <laughs> I mean, the,
0: the the crazy thing is, is how popular monkey is as a, as a reference. But folks, come on. We finally – Put this one to bed. I could, I could go on. I could give you twenty five more uh, minutes of of people using the term monkeying around and monkey wrenches and everything else. So I think we're pretty. I think we're in a in a situation now where I think we could probably just say, you know what? Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is pretty much a colloquialism, and those people were pretty much not racist at all. All right. Dylan, in the meantime, did you, you hear the latest though. By the way, Nike has decided they're now going to. Uh, use Colin Kaepernick as their spokesperson now. That's going to be the ticket uh, for, for Nike. Can you believe that? And here's them talking about it on Fox News, by the way. This is it's the new thing.
4: At a time when their revenues are still humming along just fine, but league officials and owners are nervous about declining TV ratings amid all of the controversy over anthem protests. So what did Nike just do? They may have poured a little gasoline on the fire by naming Kaepernick, as one of their new spokespeople. T- By
0: the way, why, how is that possible? If, if, unless you are just wanting to sell tennis shoes and apparel to liberals, how could you, or, or for that matter, uh, I mean, far left people, because there are a lot of people who are even on the liberal end who really don't necessarily agree with Colin Kaepernick or his protests, whatever. And so don't assume that just because people are liberal that they support taking a knee to the American flag. I mean, we all of course support Kaepernick's right to do it. I have no issue with his right to do something and, and never had a, an issue with his right to, I do believe that the organizations that hire him do in fact, depending on his, on his contract, uh, what his contract says, do have the right to do whatever they want with him uh, when he does take the knee for the national anthem. But But I just don't think many – most Americans think this is really that great of an idea. Now, there are, of course, the people on the left who do, and I I really don't make that much of a deal out of the whole thing because I just – at this point – and beyond getting angry with the whole NFL take a knee thing. It's, it's a boring thing to me now. It's kind of jumped the shark to a certain level, but now it's ratcheted up with Nike deciding Kaepernick is going to be their guy. Now, this is clearly a move that is designed to cause a level of controversy, but I have to tell you, uh, you know, and, and this is and this is just, you know, our prerogative. I mean, my son – Aiden is getting involved in football and getting involved in and has always been involved in athletics. And I never really thought twice about the kinds of brands that I buy him or that, that I use uh, for uh, for the apparel and for the shoes and that kind of thing. But I have to tell you, this does give me pause. I, I'm not a, I don't ever do boycotts. I'm not a, I'm not a boycott guy. I'm not a person who is is into all that But I do believe that if you don't like it, then don't buy it. Uh, If you don't like it, then don't watch it. If you don't want to see the American flag purposely removed from a movie about an American achievement and a huge one at that, including, like I said, the first man on the moon, then don't go see the movie. I would have a hard time even watching it. The movie looks good, but I have a hard time even watching it. So we speak with our pocketbooks often, and that's just the American way. And I think Nike's done themselves a huge disservice back here. Deano
4: Caldwell, Dave Brown, and Kurt Schlichter. Kurt, what do you think about all this?
0: This, by the way, is Kurt Schlichter. I have read his uh, articles to you before, his commentary before, and I'm currently efforting to get him on the air with me. Uh, he's got a new book out, by the way, and so maybe that will be the ticket to get him in because oftentimes uh, you just these guys have so little time and they're very, very busy and they don't always have time to be able to come in. And do a hit with you. But this guy is a great writer. Love his stuff. Have talked about him before. And here he is on the Nike deal. Uh,
5: you know, Ed, in 27 years in the Army, I wore the American flag on my shoulder over two deployments. I was there uh, when the flag covered the coffins of men we were burying. Uh, this was, you know, this disingenuous idea that this is just, oh, Conk Kaepernick's just trying to make a statement baloney. He is targeting us. He knows what this means to us. He knows how insulting it is. He knows how disrespectful it is, and Nike's empowering it. I don't buy it. This is scummy. This is lousy. This is rotten, and I'm never buying another <laughs> Nike product again. And I think millions of Americans are going to agree.
0: Yeah, I mean, because because really, what Nike has done is they have decided that uh, they are that, that the Nike symbol is going to symbolize. Taking a knee to the American flag in Kaepernick. I don't know how else, I don't know how else you describe what Nike just did. And unless they are in a situation where this is this is going to be their new brand now, their brand is going to be specifically targeting people who support taking a knee to the American flag, because that's what this is. Because Kaepernick is not that great of a quarterback. Now I realize that he's Super Bowl worthy at, at one time in his life. I get all that. But he's really not that great of a quarterback. I mean, they're not, it's not like they're tying this guy to Johnny Unitas all of a sudden. They're tying it to Kaepernick for a reason. That's because they support his act. They support taking a knee to the American flag. And now they want to make money off of it. I, I, don't, think, I, I don't see how you see this any differently.
4: On the other hand, I was at the U.S. Open tennis over the weekend in New York and Colin Kaepernick happened to be there in the crowd. He was announced to the crowd, uh, and he got a standing ovation. I saw it happen. He does have fans out
0: there, Dave. How do you get a, And by the way, how do you get a standing ovation at that thing? Yeah, well, first, hey, Kurt, thanks for your service. My brother deploys uh, later this month, and my dad served 21 years, so mm-hmm.
5: uh, I'm, a, I'm a proud well, military brat. Um, I, I take a different view on this respectfully. I, I get this is a tough issue, but I, for me, the flag is a symbol, and the flag is something that is imbued with the values and ideas that have formed this country. It's one of the reasons why I went to law school in terms of defending uh, the First Amendment and every other amendment and the rights that come with that. And I think what Colin's trying to do uh, is illustrate in a very vivid and powerful way uh, that for some Americans, they feel left out of of due process and equal protection under the law. And he's doing it uh, by choosing to kneel uh, rather
1: than stand during the national anthem.
0: He's wearing socks with pigs as police officers. That's what Colin Kaepernick is doing. I I don't think that there's any question about uh, uh, what Kaepernick is doing when he's taking a knee to the American flag. And And you can keep asking him all you want, but the bottom line is, can you take away the vision of Colin Kaepernick with socks on depicting police as pigs? And I can I can understand if you have some kind of issue with uh, with due process, or you have uh, you know we we we've noticed that there was a problem up in uh, up in North County with the courts there, and we went through all this. Uh, Court reform up in North County and whites and blacks and Republicans and Democrats were all part of that. But that wasn't about our disdain for the American flag or disdain for this country. That was about things that were happening in court systems that weren't fair. And it happens a lot to white people and black people. And you can't take away the fact that Colin Kaepernick, in, in the origination of his taking a knee, was wearing socks with Cops on them depicted as pigs. You don't take that away.
4: Where do you come down on this? Because right before we went to air, uh, John Brennan, the former CIA director, as I mentioned, he stood up for Colin Kaepernick. He's obviously a fierce critic of President Trump as well. John Brennan, and he was saying, "Look, he he shows what's in the preamble to the Constitution. He stood strong. This is America. Here it is. Colin, Colin Kaepernick drew our collective attention to the problem of continued racial injustice in America." He did so not to disrespect our flag, Brennan says, but to give meaning to the words of the preamble.
0: And yeah, that's what we want to hear. We want to hear from John Brennan about, about what he thinks about Colin Kaepernick. Unbelievable. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we're going to get on board with Mark Kaysen and bat this around. Give him a call. He's too lazy to come in. No, I'm just kidding. He's got school this morning. Then also about an hour from now, Judge Napolitano is going to be joining us, and he's back from vacation, and boy, what a perfect time to be back since he's... We've got the Kavanaugh hearing starting today, so we're going to follow up on that as well. Yes, this is Radio Free Allman, radiofreealman.com And also a little later, have you heard of this dude named... Um, let me just find him real quickly here. So I went to the uh, ball game with my... And buddy, my one of my best friends, Chris Espania, and we hung out. I saw I saw Matt's band, and you know what? I didn't even know I was seeing Matt's band at the Broadway Oyster Bar. I was a little sideways anyway, but <laughs> music was great, man. That's one thing I did notice about the trip to the the post game trip to the Broadway Oyster Bar was. Matt's band was awesome. I got to catch the name of the band, too, buddy. Can you come in here and tell me what it is, by the way? He told me he was playing down there, and I didn't even know I was going to wind up there. Monk and the People. It's not Monkey and the People, though, right? Okay, good. Just want to make sure. Monk and the People. Yeah, I, you know, by the time the game was over and we were rolling into the uh, Broadway Oyster Bar, I was... uh, Already kind of rocking, and and I forgot all about the fact that uh, Matt's band was there. So anyway, my buddy Chris, after we got done and we had we had uh, crawfish and everything else there, big big old bucket of them, man. Good stuff with beer. Oh, eat those all day long. But and we went back to. Chris's place and he was showing me because uh, Filipinos, they love their music and they love their Filipino Filipino singers and stars and there are a lot of them too by the way that Journey singer the, the person who does the Journey music, the singer for the Journey who sounds just like the original singer is Filipino But I don't know whether you guys ever heard this guy named Marcelito Pamoy And he sings like in, in, he can sing the male version and the female version of the song all in one. So a little later on, I'm going to play you his version of the prayer, which is just unbelievable. I think it's uh, Celine Dion and uh, Bocelli. He does both both of the roles. It's unbelievable. He also does uh, Endless Love. But to watch this guy is just incredible. Marcelino Pomoy. You guys are like, well play it for me now. Okay, hang on. Let me just see if I I'll, let, me, let me let me just I'll get I didn't I didn't actually cue it up for you. I I, I was going to, but now you're curious and so am I to, to to play it for you. I wanna get your I wanna get your uh, reaction to it. Uh let's see. On, okay, okay, now now hang on. Hang on, Marcelito. Let me just get you here. Um, I got to turn these guys down. And I'll, and Marco, wait. Hang on. Here. There. Now listen, listen, listen. This is one guy, okay? This is just one guy. One dude sitting in front of a microphone, okay? Here.
1: <laughs> Hi, Wishers. This is Marcelito Pomoy. For more wish-exclusive videos, just click here to subscribe.
9: Wish.
0: There's one dude. One guy. One guy, my people. One person. Wish. 107.5
1: In watch us where we go
0: That's a guy, K okay? okay.
7: And help us to be wise In times when we don't know
0: It's unbelievable, this thing. Wow.
2: Let this be When we lose our way
7: Lead to a plight.
0: I hope they don't pull me off yes. this.
1: <clears grace. throat> to a place
0: where we'll be saved. Still the same guy, okay? Still the same one.
7: La lucha que
0: So you're looking at this thing And you're thinking game must be lip-syncing this or something <laughs> but, but he's not so, This is such a gas It's unbelievable Isn't that unbelievable? It's one voice. And actually, you know, as, as just a young guy, young Filipino, not only doing this kind of range, but if he ever wanted to be an opera singer, he could probably pull it off, don't you think? Or if he wanted to dress up like Celine And run out there He could do that too I'm sorry I'm, I'm kind of talking over Because I'm a little bit afraid Facebook is going to Mistake him for the real thing That's that's what That would be even crazier Is if they pulled me off Because Hey, stop playing the prayer it's like, it's, it's, It is the prayer But it's not them Yeah, it is to me arguing with Facebook. No, that was not Celine Dion. Yes, it was. It sounded just like her. That was not Bocelli, I I promise. No, yes, it was. Nobody can just sing like that, like him. It's really great. Plus, I didn't realize what a great song, actually, the prayer is. This is unbelievable.
1: Wish exclusive, on Wish 1075.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, you got to watch it. Just, just go ahead and Google or Bing Marcelito Pomoy, P O M O Y, and uh, the prayer. It's just uh, outstanding. Let me get Mark on the phone here so I can scream at him about all this stuff but to have that kind of range in one voice is just just so darn crazy i mean and it's and it's uh it's fantastic i just i love that kind of stuff when he was younger he did a version of uh, endless love calling up mark case and see what he's up to see if he's out stockpiling Nike apparel.
6: I'm afraid to even ask what that prayer was.
0: Well, it was a young Filipino dude doing both the Celine version and the Bocelli version himself. It was it was outstanding. Yeah, it
6: was okay. I just hear a prayer and I start shaking.
0: (laughs) I know, I know, I I know that that's that's uh, you you don't want to. I won't try to. I won't monkey up this interview with uh, discussions of a prayer. You know, wouldn't want to do that. Okay, can we settle this once once and for all? Desantis in this Florida race, when he said monkeying things up, was not talking about his opponent who is black being a monkey. Can we go ahead and just kind of settle that once and for all?
6: I don't think so and honestly, why would he say it?
0: Well, because why I would just he say it? because I just played I played How about he be? I I just played about 5 minutes of people using the colloquialism monkeying around, monkey wrench, monkey this, monkey that. It's, it's, a, it's something that people use all the time. So now are you saying that the rule is that when we refer to situations and talk about monkeying things up and monkeying around, that if it involves a black person, we shall not use the word monkey? He
6: knew what he was saying. He knew what he was doing. And it was followed up with the robocalls aimed at getting this guy. <clears throat> I mean, it was so obvious. What about the robocall? I know he didn't have anything to do with the robocall. No, he didn't. Yeah, it's clear that
0: no, those robocalls uh, calls I I believe were set ups just to pursue this idea somehow that everybody's racist and Gillum is perfect and do not criticize him in any way, shape, or form. Uh, because he happens to be black, and if you do, you're going to be called a racist. Those this ro- this robocalls, DeSantis had nothing to do with it. He, he, here's the thing, Mark. Uh, first of all, DeSantis doesn't need this kind of help. This guy is not going to be elected governor of Florida, and there was no way in hell Floridians were going to elect a guy who's a socialist. It's, it's just not going to happen. Now, my understanding is, is that it's neck and
6: neck. I don't oh, know why you think it's. It,
0: it, yeah. there's, there's no way it's neck and neck. Not not in Florida. We'll find out. Uh, well, yeah, we sure will. It. But 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 Mark, in, in Florida. Uh, you know, they've never they don't they don't elect socialists as governors. They might they might elect people like uh, Debbie Wasserman Saltz and others in Congress, but they're not going to elect a, a socialist. I don't care what color he is or she is uh, to be governor of Florida. I don't, it's, it's impossible to believe that these people that, that, that this guy is in any way, shape or form a formidable challenger to a Republican, especially one endorsed by President Trump. There's just no way. But you know what? The polls are what they are. We've seen them before. They're wrong before. And so, you know, knock yourself out. If anything, this is just going to get more Republicans to the polls. Yeah.
6: No sense in arguing about the polls because we'll know what they are in two months. I mean, the polls were 100% correct. They said Hillary would win by three. She won by three.
0: Did you watch the Aretha Franklin funeral? I know you were busy uh, loving on the uh, after death anti Trump rally that we saw uh, over the weekend but did you did you pay attention at all to the Aretha franklin story
6: I, I, I did and i uh, I even rewatched the blues brothers
2: yes
0: okay well did you did you notice that there was a preacher there? who talked about how uh, horrible it is, in fact, that, uh, that, that, that blacks are killing blacks. And he made a statement about that at Aretha Franklin's funeral. Now, Aretha Franklin's uh, family wasn't, I have to say, uh, absolutely thrilled to, uh, to see that. But one of the things missing in all this was the fact that there was Farrakhan, kind of uh, being mainstreamed into this whole thing. And and I don't really make too much uh, about that to a certain level. I mean, I I don't think that that's, you know, the worst thing in the world. I don't think Farrakhan by himself uh, is often uh, is supported in total by black people. So, but still, I noticed how that was ignored. And so was the very constructive comments made by the pastor at Aretha's Funeral.
6: Well, first
9: of all, Farcon is highly
6: respected so by many, many black people. So it was criticized for... Second thing is,
0: all people are misrepresented, And also, these satellites circling the Earth, and that's crazy. Where are you, dude? What do you do? Are you... Um, uh, can you t- test your phone? Because I'm, I'm having trouble with your phone. Gee whiz. You there? Yeah, hang on. I, I'm not satisfied with this call. No, I'm not. Thank you very much. Hold on. Let me just get this, uh, let me get him back on the air here. Get him back on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Hold on. Okay, you'd think the guy would if, if knew is going to be interviewed on the phone would be in a situation where his phone would crap out on me. Maybe we don't really want to hear from him anymore anyway. It's kind of crabby today too. It's kind of liberal crab. Take everything so seriously. I didn't even get to the Nike thing with him. Darn it.
6: Yeah, I think we had a little problem.
0: That's all right. Yeah. Thanks a lot for uh, taking a Sorry crap right that. in the middle of the show with that with that phone. Are you, you okay now? I think this is fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me ask you this though, because I want to. I, wanna, I don't know whether you. Well, I, you probably can't. You probably can't hear it. But did you hear at all about this preacher at Aretha Franklin's funeral? Well, I did. Yeah, and. Well, I mean, and and, and on the one guy, they were too busy hazing because he he touched Ariana Grande the wrong way or said something about Taco Bell. But the other guy who really actually officiated over it really used it, really talked about how, you know, uh, we are, we're a society that is more inclined to complain about a shooting involving a police officer when we have hundreds of blacks killing hundreds of other blacks and don't seemingly make a peep out of that. Where, where? since you are so involved oftentimes in talking about these kinds of things, is that even discussed now or is it always about Black Lives Matter and always about police? And always about police being the evil ones. I mean, is this actually legitimately discussed as an issue right in front of our faces? That blacks are killing blacks, and uh, and and police aren't the ones who are doing it. Well, first
6: of all, you put James Clark on the air, yeah, and he's talked about this with you, and and there's no question that that, that James and and others, even you know Anthony Shahid is out on the streets all the time trying to to help to to stop what you're talking about i mean this is not unusual and 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 i know people from all over the country in in black communities in oakland and everywhere that that are doing exactly what shaheed and and clark and and balik ahmed and and others are doing here in st louis so no they they agree with you that they, they want to stop that now does that give the police the right to start killing black people? No, of course not. It has nothing to do with it.
0: Right. Well, I wasn't I wasn't looking for a way to give police the right to start killing black people. That wasn't Well, they're doing it though. They're well, doing it uh, all over the country. But, but but Mark, I mean, come on. They're actually not. I mean, I don't when was when was the last time you could even recall a shooting where where a white police officer kills a, a black guy? Uh, even even a, a, even what they call a good shooting. I, I don't think we've even seen that of late. So I mean, we're seeing though a lot of carnage in the inner cities in Chicago and beyond, and it's blacks killing blacks, and that's got to be an issue that even the black community discusses. And I, I know, Pastor well, Clark, well, it is an
6: issue.
0: Okay, I, I but but okay. In the meantime, you uh, you wear tennis shoes? Well, well yeah.
6: What's what's that about? Oh, do you, you wear tennis about shoes?
0: Kaepernick? Let me ask sure. you something, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm just asking, because I've never seen you in tennis shoes. Do you wear tennis shoes? No, I, I do. I do. When?
6: Uh, Saturday and Sunday.
0: Right, when you're running off to the hardware store? When I go to the ball game, yeah. Oh, okay. Or when, do, do you do uh, mall walking on Sundays? Is that what you do, too, with no, your kids? I'm,
6: I, I'm not a mall walker. Okay. Some people are. I'm a
0: swimmer. Oh, oh you're a swimmer? Is that your exercise? You swim. Yes. Huh. Where do you swim? You don't have to tell me the exact uh, place. But is it like it? A-
6: no, no. That, that, that's at JCCA.
0: Oh, <laughs> at the JCCA, huh? Are
6: you are
8: you
0: surprised about that? Is that a shock? <laughs> no, I'm just funny. I, I had a lot. I knew a lot when I was growing up. I had a lot of friends. I used to be. I used to be at the JCCA quite a bit with my friends because I grew up in New City, you know, and so. Right. Uh, that was, um, but I used to go to the JCC. So let me ask you this though. Okay. I'll take you one step further. Sure. When you go to the JCCA, do you wear tennis shoes and a track suit? And do you have a necklace on underneath the track suit and that, and and you unzip the top just a little bit when you walk into the JCCA? You're so funny. I wear my jeans. I wear my
6: jeans. I, I, wear, my jeans, I, I wear my, um, one of my, uh, sport coats. Um, okay. and I, and I, w- and I wear tennis shoes.
0: Yeah. Cause you, but you know, I'm, you, you know, I'm laughing. You're laughing cause you know what that looks like, right? Sure. <laughs> you know that, right? Yeah. You're either, you're either a, um, you're either a Bosnian <laughs> on grand <laughs> going to, uh, Mokabes, or, you're uh, walking into the JCCA. <laughs>
6: Listen, if you're going to try to figure me out, you're going to have a huge problem. So, I, just, I know. Is, I just, are you trying? Are you trying to get to Kaepernick here? Is that what you're
0: trying to do? Yes, Mark. I'm trying to get to Colin Kaepernick and and Nike deciding that he's going to be their spokesman.
6: No, I think that's outstanding. And and I look. I would never. You know, I have not uh, saluted the flags. I've not stood up for the anthem or for 50 years, 50 years. So, I mean, it's not like I'm thinking this is anything new.
0: Well, let me ask you a quick question though. And this will, this will determine whether or not uh, you're serious. So when they do the movie, the first man and, and, and the movie is about the first man on the moon and the first man on the moon was an American astronaut named Neil Armstrong. And one of the things that Neil Armstrong did when they landed on the moon was he planted an American flag. Right Now, do you believe that when there is a depiction of this act and it actually is the center point of a motion picture that you're doing where you are actually doing this and you are actually... Uh, depicting a real act, one that was historically real and everything else, do you believe that when you do that, that you should include the American flag, or should you purposely keep the American flag out of the main event just because you don't want to really offend people and and make it out to be an American event? I plant the flag. See, I, I see. I knew you were. I knew you. That's why what, what people like about you is that uh, you actually would do that, even though you don't honor the flag or you don't, you know, stand for it or anything else. But you have to. You would have to admit, even even a liberal admits, like Mark admits, that just taking the flag out is not right. It's a real event. I mean, what are we trying to do? Be stupid? Well, I guess the, the the claim was somehow that they were trying to make sure they kept the the Chinese moviegoer happy just in case they would be upset to see the American nah, flag. Come on. Well, it doesn't I'm, make any sense. I'm, That's what they said.
6: Yeah, I'm not worried about the Chinese moviegoer. I
0: know. I just can't figure out why they would possibly <laughs> think it's a good idea. Now, I'm, and Nike now, this is, you have to admit, uh, this is a gamble. I mean, Nike is not a dumb company and, and certainly... I wouldn't imagine that they would purposely torpedo their brand. So they have to have something or some kind of research behind this change, because to me, on the outwardly, it looks completely reckless.
6: Well, not reckless, because it's respecting American values, which have to do with protest and have to do with, with the right of anybody, to ignore the flag and ignore all the, the patriotic symbols, especially during a time of Donald Trump.
0: Kaepernick, though, there's a little bit of a problem with this. Is it is it the first time we actually saw Kaepernick doing his protest? Kaepernick was wearing socks with pigs on them in cop uniform, police officer uniforms. And that forever seals our point of view as to what really – Kaepernick's complaint and protest is about. Now I think it's morphed into he's, you know, he's a, he's a powdered wigged you know, revolutionary now. But the fact of the matter is initially, as far as I was concerned, this began really as up yours to the nation's police officers. That's what I thought it was about.
6: Well, I can't get into a guy's head and I'm not into the pig thing these days. Uh, 50 years ago, tens of thousands of students on every campus in the United States screamed pigs off campus. Now that's, this is not 1968 and I'm not doing that anymore, but I don't know that I'd get so excited about it. I mean, the police are a valued group of people in our society. It's just not the bad ones. That's all. Not the bad ones.
0: Right. So I guess you're would, – would you be now more inclined to buy the Nike brand now that uh, your guy is the spokesman for said product? Are you, a, are you a Nike guy? Next time you go in and do your swimming or or put on your you – buy some new tennies at famous brands, boy, are you going to choose Nike? Yeah, I, I don't
6: do any of that based on – who is supporting a brand. I mean, I, I wouldn't even, not that I eat Chick-fil-A cause I don't, but I wouldn't refuse to eat Chick-fil-A just because, you know, they've got some, some problems. I mean, philosophically, why, why don't, I, I, I would, I would eat it. I mean, if I wanted it, so, why don't, I mean, I don't worry about, I don't worry about that. Right. So why don't you eat
0: Chick-fil-A by the way? Like, why wouldn't no, you eat?
6: Listen, I don't want to start you on the the Hardy story. I don't want to do that. I didn't mean to. No,
2: I'm just yeah, asking. Okay.
6: Yeah. Uh, no, I just. I mean, you, do you need to know everything? I mean, I can tell you my favorite chicken is from Deerberg's. Anything
0: else? Okay, so you like those six ninety nine roasted chickens?
6: No. Oh. They, they've got that that oven baked chicken is outstanding. I love it.
0: You mean, oh. are you talking about the ones you buy whole? No. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm just wondering. Yeah. I thought maybe there was you had a thing about, you know, chicken, or but but you do eat chicken. You just don't eat Chick-fil-A. $2.50 will
6: buy, will buy you an oven-baked chicken breast from Deerberg's, and they are terrific. And they didn't even pay for this ad.
0: Right. So, so they, these, so they come in a a breast form. Like they're not like cut up or sliced or anything. It's it's actually like a chicken breast that you no. buy. Okay.
6: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Because I like. Try I,
6: it and you'll let me know.
0: Well, every once in a while, we got, I've gotten those uh, those uh, roasted chickens at like seven bucks. Yeah, and, I know. Uh, My those wife are, eats that, those. that's a pretty good deal, man. You just get one of those and take a fork to it My in the wife car, man. That.
6: Yeah. It's just
0: not my thing. Okay. All right. Do you, let me
6: ask ask you one more
0: thing. So do you just, are you opposed to eating things off the bone? There are some people who I have an aversion to meat that's on a bone. Like they don't like, they won't eat wings. They won't eat ribs. There's just something that disturbs them about that. You're not that type of person, right?
6: No, I love, I love ribs. And, but, but you know, my favorite is which I had this weekend was my uh, uh, strip state, New York strip states.
0: Yeah. So Okay. Okay. Just wondering. We just want to learn something something more about Mark Casey. Yep. All right, buddy. Well, I mean, listen. We're all trying to be very healthy here. That's, that's the thing. Yeah, if we can. If not, it's okay. Yeah, if,
6: if possible. That's all right, correct. buddy. Look, you know, the, the Kaepernick thing, I, I guess, are a lot of people on your side upset about this? Is well, that-
0: you know what? We've, we've gotten to the point now where we're not really upset. I don't care. I, I, you know, the, the, the outrage factor, you know, the outrage of the day, it's like we, we as conservatives often are just getting so tired of just kind of like having to be outraged about something that, that we just are like, okay, knock yourself out. Nike, I uh, just know that when I have to buy cleats for my son, uh, although I already bought them, damn it! But uh, football cleats for my son—that—that uh, that I'm not going to buy Nike again. I'm, I'm just—I'm—I'm going to have an aversion to the Nike brand because because now, now when you wear the swoosh, you are wearing Colin Kaepernick, and so—and so, and yeah. so well, I just—I just—I just, okay. just won't buy it. I, but I'm not going to sit here all day and. I mean, complain about it. Now, if I had stock in Nike, I'd be a little concerned, only because I think they're taking a pretty big gamble here. But for the most part, I'm not quite sure people really get all that crazed about it.
6: Yeah, I wouldn't. I'll have an outrage for you. I'm outraged over (laughs) the Democratic Party. You should be. Well, I am. Okay, why? Because right now, because this morning, they should be shutting down the entire Congress, they should refuse to show up for the House. They should refuse to show up for the Senate. They should have no participation in any more events as long as as, as this Supreme Court situation continues. They need to walk out on everything and refuse. But they've got no courage.
0: Uh, well, so, okay, so what, what do you mean? I mean, I don't understand what you mean by that. Like, they need wh- wh- to walk
6: out. They need to Why? no more Congress until because this uh, attempt to put a person on the Supreme Court who 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 Donald hopes will vote to protect him against the law. I mean that is abs- This man is illegitimate. America Garland situation. Uh, we should refuse to participate in the Supreme court nomination and shut it down right
0: now. Well, okay. That, that would be, they would not be at that point doing the right thing. I mean, this is, this is, this is not, uh, these people weren't elected to, to protest or not show up if they don't want Kavanaugh, to be on the Supreme court, then do everything you can to get him voted down. I mean, that's, that's the process. Just not showing up. Isn't the process.
6: I've been, I've been saying this for some time, but the funny part about it is, is when I woke up this morning and turned on Mika and Joe, uh, that's actually what's being talked about now with various senators who are saying that they want to go in and, and, and pepper them with questions as opposed to walking out i gotta tell you walking out is the thing to do right now it will it will galvanize the votes for for this upcoming election it will put this country in a position where it needs to be in dealing with Donald Trump i mean it's it's unfortunate but we're not going to do it it's, well they're they gonna
0: yeah t- to me uh, it's refreshing that it looks like people on the left, and that I guess I could call them Democrats as well, are not having a temper tantrum uh, by walking out or shouting down or breaking windows or doing whatever, that they're actually... Well, I don't
6: want to do that. Well, I know, but... I don't... Wanna, I don't but walking yeah, out I is... I don't want
0: to do... I just... Walking out is fine. Walking out is still a temper tantrum. I mean, I realize it's everybody's prerogative, and I understand it's been done before, but... At least it appears like the Democrats are kind of wisening up and, and know that that's not going to help them, certainly in the midterms by, by having an open display of uh, poor losership uh, you know, uh, when, when they're confronted with a, a duly appointed or recommended uh, Supreme Court justice. It doesn't seem like a mature act just to walk out.
6: Well, given the fact that the president's a criminal, I think that that's
0: oh, well, understandable and acceptable. Yeah, so 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 basically, it's like the guy who was under investigation, even though. Actually, it's President Trump is that's that's wrong to say President Trump is under investigation. So you're saying that would be the reason just to go ahead and walk out because there's the, a person who's under investigation, so to speak, uh, should not be allowed to appoint a Supreme Court justice. Or is it because you're afraid of Roe versus Wade being over? I mean, what would be the pinpointed issue? Yeah,
6: Roe versus Wade is not my number one concern, although it is a concern, but it's the entire scope of Supreme Court decisions over the last 50 years, uh, things that, that many people on your side really don't even realize that they're for, but that people, and Donald isn't one of these people, Donald doesn't have any ideology, he doesn't care, he doesn't even know, but there are people that are working under him that are doing things that are very dangerous for our society. And Donald is a very dangerous man himself. All right, okay.
0: Given the fact... Yeah, so... It's enough. All right, so uh, uh, President Trump uh, is definitely does have an ideology, and Kavanaugh definitely will get his hearing, and Democrats are going to finally, once and for all, maybe save themselves and not commit an act that would be recommended by a Mark Casey, and instead just kind of uh, do it the Regular way through the process, and, and that's the way it should be done. But we'll see how it works out. They might listen to you in the we're, end. We'll see. Yeah, that's it. Okay, brother. Nothing else to do. Yeah. Okay. Thanks I'm for joining. <laughs> there's your outrage okay. of the day. All right, buddy. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right, Goodbye. Man. Take care. That's uh, Mark Kaysen. That was a quality call right there. I'll be more than happy to. More than happy to go ahead and give that five stars on the Skype recommendation. Coming up in just a few. Speaking of the Kavanaugh hearings, we're going to have Judge Napolitano when he's back from vacation. So, going to pop him back in. Hope you guys were able to see, check out, and, and enjoy that uh, little Labor Day live that I did last day from the pool. I uh, played. I. I Actually, for the first time, with a at any length, I listened to the reel-to-reel tape on a reel-to-reel tape recorder. To I put a picture of it on my regular Facebook page. Man, are you are we Facebook friends? Okay. Smoking. You should see the picture of Aiden, my son, Aiden. looking at the reel-to-reel player. Like it just... Fell out of the sky like a like a piece of space garbage. Because <laughs> it's interesting; the, the, the kids had never seen this before, and I don't know what compelled me to just drag this thing out of my basement for this live. Yeah, that's it. Looking at it, like it just fell out of the sky. I think he thought maybe some aliens were going to start crawling out of it. <laughs> We're here, <sweet> Aiden <laughs> But no, it was uh, Let's go It was a tape It was a reel-to-reel recorder that I got uh, And player I got it at a flea market sale A long time ago It had to be 15, 20 years ago I can't remember But one of the reasons why I thought it was so cool Is that it had a It had tape already On it It already had a reel of music on it already and I thought that was kind of the the selling point of the uh, reel to reel to me was this, the fact that somebody was selling it with the tape with a reel of tape in it and I was curious I wanted to listen to the reel I knew it was old country music in fact there was an old Johnny Cash tune on there Couple other things, other things too. But it was somebody who uh, who was recording music, and I don't can't figure out why they might have been doing this. But they were clearly recording. They were at home, and they were clearly recording albums. Because, because, because at one point I could hear them fiddling around with the arm of the record player and putting the, putting the needle down on the record put the needle on the record put the needle on the record and i could i could hear them doing that in there and so but i couldn't figure out like maybe why they were doing that and i have a feeling they were doing that because they could just record all their favorite songs you know onto onto the reel and then ha- and then play all their favorite songs and not have to fiddle around with the, I'm sorry, monkey around with the records. Because you wouldn't want to monkey up that kind of uh, musical operation. So I'm thinking that that's what they were doing is they'd use the reel-to-reel. Kind of the way, like my dad, whenever he had a cassette tape or something, he'd, he, if he wanted to hear a song... Over and over again, he would just record it six times on the tape, and it would go back to back, and that's how he would listen So he didn't have to, you know, rewind or do anything. He just recorded six times. That's how he would listen to his music. But I really felt I loved that because I really felt like I was, I was uh, listening to someone's life. You know, the, the only thing that was really weird about that was that that was somebody's music and i couldn't figure out what why somebody would get rid of that like if that were my dad's reel to reel and that were his music like i would want to keep that reel i would maybe maybe if i needed to get rid of the reel to reel i would but i would keep that reel cuz it would be like a memory of him so i would keep the reel And I always wonder about those kinds of things. You know, like when you see things in in flea markets and places like that, that look like they're intimate pieces of, you know, photographs or something. And you're like, wow, who would get rid of that? But there's got to be a story behind it. I'd love to know. I just don't know. I thought maybe at one point, and maybe there is at one point, I would, um, you know, I would, I would, hear somebody talk on it or there'd be some secret revealed about the world on this on this real you know God does exist he lives at 7707 Nebraska Avenue Uh, something you know something like that that would just be come out of nowhere I'm still listening. I, I haven't listened to the whole thing. I had to actually turn it off because I had to reel-to-reel. To reel. First of all, I had a problem with my camera. And it's like, you know, there's something wrong with my computer. My ports don't work or something because it kept telling me that I couldn't plug in the camera because it was using too much power even though I had the, uh, the computer plugged in. So my $10,000 MacBook isn't serving me well, but I don't know. So I'm out there, and it's, and it's hotter than hell, and so everything is baking. I got all this equipment out there. Everything is baking, and I have a feeling that ultimately what happened is the reel-to-reel kind of started crackling, and, I was ha- and then it started not really – you couldn't really hear the music anymore, and, 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 and then you've touched the reel-to-reel. It's like, you know, almost melting temperature, and you're thinking, oh, Lord, this thing's going to blow up on me. I don't think the reel to reel was used to the heat. And that tape probably wasn't either. It was probably getting really hot. And so I had to turn it off and put it in the cool area there. Then I broke out the magic fingers. I don't know whether you guys uh, saw that. The the live is still up, the the Facebook live is still up there as a tape version if you want to check it out. But I showed you the magic fingers. I, I would, uh, I, and, and the magic fingers is this uh, is this apparatus. Like when my dad and I traveled a lot together, and did it by car. We'd take these road trips and things, and we'd stay to save money. We'd stay in these super cheap motels along the way. I mean, you know, it was like we'd go to Florida, but we'd stay in these motels or. That 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 we wouldn't, I, I guess we'd leave late in the I don't know why we were even staying overnight going to Florida, but I think we were going down to, you know, Miami. And I just talked about staying at the Fountain Blue one time. And the reason why we could afford to do that is because we saved money on the way down. And so we'd go and stay in these uh, cheap motels on the way down. And... You know the, the 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 single level motels, doors open to the street, you know that kind of thing. And the, these one time we stayed at a place, uh, more than a couple times though, we'd stay. And and that was back in the day, the swinging '60s, I guess, when they had these beds that had a machine next to them. You put a quarter in, and it would vibrate the bed. <laughs> And it cost a quarter. And, and they talk about how, oh, this bed is equipped with uh, a massager that uh, is in hotels all around the world. And they made it like kind of exotic, and I guess it was. And I couldn't figure out. I, at the time, I was just a kid, so I didn't know what, what, the, uh, what the deal was. I, I didn't know whether or not there was some kind of, you know other nefarious reason like was i staying at in hindsight i was like was i staying at like a motel motel or something one of these places you know anyway so later on in life i had this wise acre idea to try to find out what those were and and i bought actually a, an entire magic fingers apparatus on ebay and i'll be darned if that thing still that thing still worked if you really wanted to set up on your bed, but I, I but the, the the little vibrator thing is separate, and boy, does that thing vibrate, man! It's a pretty heavy duty thing. You put it under anything, it'll vibrate it. The whole bed. I've done it before. Put it in underneath the bed, but yeah, anyway, I showed that on the uh, on the thing too. So we had Aretha Franklin's funeral, and I realized a lot of attention was paid to the McCain. Monstrosity, which was uh, was a truly a, a, an American embarrassment. It was uh, truly a, uh, a just an embarrassing moment in American political history. And hang on, I just unplugged my phone. <laughs> uh, it, it really was, and, and and it was because it turned into a an anti-Trump rally, and and it i think for the mccain family and beyond it was i can't help but think that it is was it was a huge embarrassment uh because first of all i guess it was supposed to 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 laud uh his life in some way shape or form but uh But the fact of the matter is it was actually uh, totally undignified, and it turned into just a hate festival uh, of President Trump. And it is uh, sad because it demeaned even the life of John McCain by going there. It was – Meghan McCain talked about, you know, American uh, was always great under when my dad was around. It's like, oh, come on. I mean, it was, it was great for you, Megan, and your daddy, and all the Republicrats and Democrats and everybody else when you guys were all selling the American worker down the river. Yeah, it was great, great, great for you, but for those of us who didn't like the situation – and I know that you called those in the run-up to Trump's election. You, you, you said that we were just a bunch of uh, individuals who were relaying our grievances. That's what you called them, right? When, when, when the steel worker was out of work, or the manufacturer and worker was out of work, or just name anybody out of work when they complained about it. It's like, oh, shut up! You're just you're just telling us your grievances. President Trump is just the the. Uh, The president of grievances, because they they didn't, Meghan McCain and John McCain and all all those Republicans out there didn't like us complaining about the way things were. Oh, come on. It's free trade. Yeah, but it's not fair trade. Oh, shut up with your grievances, you stupid white, middle-class, blue-collar people, because they already kept the blacks quiet. They just had Al Sharpton do that. But yeah, I mean, so sure, yeah, America was great when you all kind of had us all fooled, Megan. And when your daddy presided over a party that had us all tricked into believing that you were actually conservative, when when you were cutting trade deals that were far from conservative, when you're pursuing other principles that were far from conservative, when you were selling out blue-collar America. So anyway, I understand that she's grieving. I understand all those things. I get it. But it became clearly a a, a real embarrassment, I have to tell you. And I I was really... I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to watch it. I didn't want to hear about it. But that wasn't the only funeral that took place. You had the... Aretha Franklin funeral and that became controversial for a different reason and a reason that is very very disappointing a pastor no it wasn't about Ariana Grande it wasn't about Farrakhan you'd be surprised at one of the most controversial elements that came out of there very surprised but I'm going to do that after I get a hold of uh, after I get a hold of Judge Napolitano now Man, I don't know how we do this, but uh, if you go ahead and find a way to turn off my computer while I'm getting the judge on,
2: because
0: he doesn't like, they don't like the cold call nature of the of the phone calling. So if I could figure out a way to call him, well, you know what you could, do? Oh, let me just see. Once we get up and running with our... Um... What's that? No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll do that. We're figuring things out on the fly here, people. But that's why you like us, don't you? You like kind of the raw nature of this, don't you? You like the imperfections, do you not? Because sometimes imperfection is kind of cool in its own little way. So now I don't know what we're doing though. Oh, I see. Okay, so now you're going to come out and you're going you're to plug that in, right? I'm going to take this from you. All right. Okay. Which killed their music. Okay. And uh, we'll take this out of here for a moment. Okay. My plug. Catch. And I'm going I'm to call the judge. And then you're just going to uh, turn my mic off. Yep. Okay. Here's this. You can pull up whatever you'd like. Music wise. Well, can you just pull Absolutely. It up? Absolutely. There you go. And then I can just uh, yep, do to that. that. I'm gonna turn your mic first. All right. Hey, loose people. You can still hear a little bit of it. It's coming out of the thing. Okay, well, uh, best laid plans. All right, so so now I can't – there we go. Here we go. Yeah, all right. So I guess I just – we were supposed to get the hold of the judge. And uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, uh, Yes. Um, All right. Uh, Let me just see if I can get a hold of him. I I don't know. This is – this is I'm trying to um uh three yeah. Okay. Okay, I, I called the wrong number. Okay. All right. Uh just go ahead and and, and and put me offline if you can, and then I'll I'll go ahead and get him back again. He uh he didn't uh They gave me the wrong number.
1: Good morning, it's Gary. Hey,
0: Gary, it's Jamie. Oh, Jamie, there you are. Okay,
1: very good. Are you all set to go? Gary?
8: Yes, can you hear me?
0: Gary? Gary, it's Jamie. We're ready to rock.
4: Can you hear me? Jamie, you can't hear me.
0: Hey, Gary, can you hear me?
1: I can hear you, yes.
0: Okay, yeah, we're
9: ready to go.
1: Okay, you're all ready. Go. Hold on one
0: second.
9: Uh Shut down Heather McDonald's speech, and now she is out.
8: Hello? Hi, Judge. We have Jamie on the line. Yes, Jamie. How are you?
0: I am doing great, and give me three, two, one. Judge Napolitano, welcome to the program, and welcome back from vacation, my friend. How was it?
8: Uh, thank you, Jamie. It was wonderful. I was uh, in the land of my forefathers, not in Rome, but in northern Italy, and it was terrific. Thank you. How are
0: you? I'm doing great. Uh, doing fantastically, and, and it was, I, I as you know, I uh, talked to you a little bit when I was on my way to Italy, and spent a lot of time there in uh, Tuscany, and in Cinque Terre, and in Rome, and beyond, and boy, Italians are something else, buddy. I love the country. I love the people. Uh, I love how they always move with a purpose. I love how happy they are. I love how proud of their country they are. And when it comes to Western Europe, I think Italy will be up there as my favorite place.
8: Did you run into our mutual friend who resides in Rome?
0: Well, let me tell you something. Thanks to you, I was able to connect with him via email, but it just so happened that Cardinal Burke was in Wisconsin. At the time I was there, because he has all of his uh, people there in in Wisconsin, and so he went to visit them. So we just missed each other,
8: right? So right. same thing has happened to me on a couple of summers. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I know. <laughs> well, you know, he he is really uh, such a great man, and we had a great conversation via email. And so maybe I'll see him another time when he happens to come to the U.S. or if I get. Uh, God willing, I get back over to Italy at one point. So this morning, very active morning on Capitol Hill. And now, do you actually attend these hearings, or how do you kind of monitor what's going on? With- now, we
8: have reporters and producers there, but uh, I'm on the opinion side, so... Those of us that do that, watch it, just like everybody else right,
0: does. Right, right. So what's your so take I'll on i be that?
8: watching it here from my office at Fox.
0: Yeah, and how, how are things, uh, in your opinion, going to go down, you think? Uh, how, how's it going to work today, and uh, what's going to be, you think, the nature of some of the questioning?
8: Well, I th- think that uh, one or two of the Democrats will try to be attack dogs on whether or not he is uh, pro- Roe versus Wade are anti. He's obviously anti, but he can't say that. Um, And unless he really vomits on his own shoes, obviously I'm speaking metaphorically, not literally, (laughs) he's destined to be uh, confirmed. The Republicans have the votes. They have probably three to five uh, Democratic votes from uh, senators up for re-election in states that uh, went... for Trump in 2016, uh, and um, you know he's a very charming, good-looking, uh, intelligent guy. And though he is not, in my view, what Trump promised, he is conservative. He is pro-gun. He is pro-life. He is against the administrative state—that aspect of the government that's neither fish nor fowl, neither elected nor appointed, but is always there and always writing regulations. Uh, and I think he'll be confirmed. The, the Republicans have every single Republican vote. Now, if one of these memos in the White House when he was there in the George W. Bush years shows that he's pro-torture, that might shake loose Mike Lee and Rand Paul. Uh, if something he says or one of these memos shows an antipathy to Roe versus Wade, that might shake loose Susan Collins or Lisa Murkowski. In, in, in that case, the Democratic votes will be vital but if that doesn't happen, and I don't think it will, it could, but I don't think it will, then the Democratic votes are just uh, window dressing. They're obviously not necessary.
0: So there's going to be an attempt, uh, it's my understanding, too, to kind of tie some of the questioning into the ongoing Miller investigation. And I, it's my understanding, and I apologize for kind of not getting this Precisely, but there were some comments that uh, Judge Kavanaugh had made about the uh, the president and the power and the investigatory powers uh, that are presented before him and whether or not he could be subpoenaed and that kind of thing. Do you think this is, this is going to come up?
8: I think it probably will. I don't think he should express an opinion on it because these Mueller and Trump issues could very well end up in the Supreme Court. But just to help your listeners understand it, he was a young lawyer who worked for Ken Starr in the impeachment proceedings uh, and investigation and what led to impeachment proceedings uh, of Bill Clinton. And in those days had a very narrow view uh, of executive power and opined verbally and in writing that the president can be subpoenaed, the president can be compelled to testify, the president can be indicted, he since has recanted those views. Now, when a person recants their views 180 degrees as he did, it's really hard to tell where he is uh, on the issue. But when these issues have approached him in the courtroom, he has generally sided with a broad interpretation of executive power. Now, that doesn't mean that he would rule that Donald Trump is immune from a grand jury subpoena or that Donald Trump is above the law. Uh, But it certainly is fodder for the Democrats to explore, and they probably will explore it. The Democrats to watch on the committee uh, are Dick Durbin, because he's the number two in the Senate, Cory Booker, because he probably wants to run for uh, president, and Richard Blumenthal, because he's equally as bright a lawyer uh, as Brett uh, Kavanaugh uh, and knows how to get and drag Kavanaugh down into the weeds of, of what he actually thinks. But in terms of the outcome, it's a foregone conclusion. I mean, these, these hearings rarely, rarely change the mind uh, of, a, of a senator, and I don't expect that these will.
0: Yeah, Dick Durbin's uh, from our neck of the woods down here, Missouri, Illinois area here, and uh, we kind of know uh, his brand. Uh, But there are also some talks of people walking out. I know there are some Democrats being encouraged to kind of have uh, some sort of temper tantrum because they don't believe or should extend the fact they don't believe that uh, since the president's under investigation, which isn't actually – Uh, the way we describe it. But nonetheless, he shouldn't even be allowed to appoint a Supreme Court justice. But it looks to me like even those folks are kind of uh, being pushed aside and there will be some normalcy, even though it could be contentious. But in your opinion, this looks like it's going to be generally, uh, generally smooth.
8: Low wattage, smooth, and the outcome well known.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's
8: the way I would. That's the way I would describe
0: it. I got you. Okay. And then, uh, just real quickly, I know while you were gone, uh, there were a uh, few developments here and there uh, regarding the. <laughs> <laughs> just a few just uh, a miserable week. Uh, yeah. Right. So, uh, how do you assess? I mean, because for a lot of people, you know, because uh, the McCain funeral took attention away from it a lot, there just were a lot of other things going on. Uh, how do you assess the situation so far with this Mueller investigation and the president's fortunes? I
8: don't think the president's in very good shape right now. And I think some of his tweets are going to make matters worse. For example, the uh, tweet last night chastising the attorney general for not holding back the indictments of two Republican members of Congress until a more opportune uh, time shows a readiness and a willingness to use the machinery of the Justice Department for blatant political reasons. And that's the type of thinking and intent that is grist for Bob Mueller's uh, mill and um, I think can harm the president and if he had run this past his uh, legal advisors, that would have told him not to send the tweet.
0: Yeah. I was just about to ask you, is it your sense that the president is listening to someone who who might just kind of say, hey, be careful about this, particularly since. It looks like the federal case against the, the, these guys anyway is is fairly strong i mean it, you know they they pretty much laid it out there, so it's not as if uh the the President or anybody else can simply call these things a witch hunt uh, i think they've they've laid out their case fairly well, so do you think you get the sense he's, he's actually listening to anybody
8: no, i don't uh, I think he's dispatched Rudy Giuliani to be as histrionic. And over-the-top, as he is, Uh, Giuliani's a very fine lawyer, but right now he's acting in sort of a clownish uh, PR uh, manner. And I don't think the president's taking anybody's uh, advice on the legal ramifications of of his tweets. Uh, Look, the the most effective attorney general we ever had in the modern post-World War II era, in my view, was the president's brother, whatever you think of their politics. Uh, RFK and JFK. They obviously spoke about Lyndon Johnson and J. Edgar Hoover and and Martin Luther King Jr. and all the issues uh, of that era in the early 60s. The president is tormented by having an attorney general with whom he doesn't speak, and so he chooses to insult the guy. And when he insults uh, Jeff Sessions uh, and insults these um, indictment timings, he insults a whole class of FBI agents and, uh, and federal prosecutors who are decent, hardworking, apolitical uh, professionals. This is no way to run the Justice Department. On the other hand, he is entitled to an attorney general that he can communicate with and who shares his values, and he obviously doesn't have that now. So instead of correcting that, he's publicly tormenting the man and at the same time dragging down honest, hardworking, decent professionals who risk their lives, in the case of FBI agents, uh, to do the right thing in the uh, DOJ. It's a terrible, terrible state of affairs. And the president seems unwilling to correct it.
0: Well, Judge Napolitano, I think, you know, I can tell you, as long as I've known you and as much as we've talked about President Trump, you've always been very even-handed about it. And in in some cases, you've even defended him when it wasn't necessarily the popular thing. So to hear you assess this as pointedly as you have uh, is interesting because it's coming from a uh, very credible source named Judge Napolitano. And so – uh, I think this is the first time I've heard you that direct about some of uh, the president's activities and what he's up to, and and boy, that's uh, that's something. And so I'm, I'm, I'm we're definitely. Uh putting that in our pipe and smoking it, for sure, from based on well, what you, can, you have to you say. Can
8: take that ball and run with it. <laughs> Jamie, I have to get down <laughs> okay, to uh, makeup for my uh, daytime job, but all the best to you until next week, my dear friend.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much, at Judge Knapp, and we appreciate you. As always, my friend, Judge Napolitano, people! Yeah, folks, that's a uh, pretty tough, tough talk from the judge. I think that's the first time I've heard him that critical I, I don't know I it kind of scares me a little bit to tell you the truth what the hell is that out there in there is that Henry Davis Henry Davis walked in didn't he
3: what's up brother
0: why you called me during my live yesterday man called me on the phone during my live Facebook Live. Yeah. What if I'd have been doing it on my phone? Would have knocked me off the air, man. Come in here, go kick your way. <laughs> Come in, man. Come on in. Hey, uh, by the way, I-, I have not been on the Facebook Live page, so I'm not really, uh, I haven't been able to uh, see any of the comments over there, what's up man, what's up Jay buddy, how you doing buddy, how you doing
2: man, man.
0: (laughs) 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 calling me during my live, Facebook live. Hey, Matt, real quickly, were, were there. I didn't see a lot of the comments. Were, were, how do people react to uh, Judge?
3: The same way I'm reacting to
0: it. <laughs> okay, okay, hang on. Uh, we are live here from the Discovery Design Studios, discoverydesigninc.com. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh. 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 Like, uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: like the find young cannibals, do you? Oh, do I?
3: This Now this... This here, this this sound and all of this is how you. Now, is, now you can hear. Nah, this is how you get on the radio, on, on the air, buddy. This is what's up. All
0: right, so I was I was a little surprised, and I, I want to. I desperately want to talk to you about this Aretha Franklin funeral. Oh, we got. I, I'm 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 here all day because uh, because. This was this was something, man. I mean, I, lo- I know a lot of people talked about the John McCain funeral and about all of the other stuff, and I know people talked about, uh, you know, I, I mean, that was an insufferable display. But I think, <laughs> but, but I think one of the one of the more interesting elements was the Aretha funeral, yeah. Uh, and, and and something the pastor did is, and, it, and it's not the pastor who squeezed up on Ariana Grande. Yeah. I think I think they I think I can't believe they treated that dude like that, man. I, I, didn't touch her all poorly, did he? No, uh, not that I
3: noticed. Her shirt, her her dress was too short. It was. I don't think. The, I don't think sh- her dress was appropriate. Uh, and I don't see why in the hell Bill Clinton eulogized her. <laughs> that made no sense to well, me. Wasn't he?
0: Didn't he one time describe him as the himself as the first black president? I,
3: I, well, I guess yeah. The, at, at one point, we did believe that. I, <laughs> I, I must admit, I, I was. I was on I was drinking that Kool-Aid with extra sugar. Yeah. Uh at the time. Yeah. But then when I started doing my research and found out the three strike rule he created and all that stuff, you know, that kinda went out the door. And then here comes Barack! Yeah.
0: yeah. And yeah.
3: Boop, 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 boop.
0: But you know, uh um, I think I do believe I have to tell you, because I was uh talking about this over the weekend, that... And I don't speak for black people, and I'm not claiming to either. What do I do with my water? I don't know.
3: I had a water. But anyway, you don't speak for black people. Did, you... the, did the
0: water monkey come and take it? Oh, oh there it there is. Right on. No. You uh, can speak for black people. You my partner. I know. But well, here's what I think. You got more black in you
3: <laughs> than a lot of white people. Well, except for one guy, Gary Glarden. Other than Gary Glarden, you got more <laughs> black than you, bro. All right, man.
0: Well, I'll take it then because I do believe uh, – and, and I've, I talked about this with, a, with some folks over the weekend and, and got into a pretty heavy-duty discussion about it as well. But I do believe that uh, Republicans and Democrats, every time they're – like Democrats, I'll take for example, whenever there's a priority – when it comes to people they serve. Yeah. Or claim to serve. Yeah. The blacks always wind up at the bottom of the list. All the time. All the time. All the time. When it comes to the economy, when it comes to all these things. I mean, hell, you'll see Nancy Pelosi and these guys, they they care more about illegal immigrants yep. than than they care about black people. Yep. I, and 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 by the way, let's pretend Let's pretend, okay? Let's pretend. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take, like, North St. Louis as an example. Now, this, we're just pretending. Yeah, yeah. okay. But, but but South St. Louis can be an example. I'm, uh, any, any urban area, okay, uh, or Chicago, South Side of Chicago, West Chicago, where all the murders are happening. What if a family mm. who lived up in Walnut Park... Yeah, that's where I live. ...wanted to come down from Walnut Park... Right. ...and live in the city of St. Louis or move someplace safer, do you believe that the government of the city of St. Louis, the government of Chicago, or the U.S. government would give them sanctuary? No, they wouldn't. But you know what? Some Mexican comes up from the south of us, and they want to come for a better opportunity, whatever, and they'll come here illegally. These people will bend over backwards to shelter them. Give them money give them give them jobs Yep. A- and and yet if, i guarantee you a family a black family let's say they they, they drove down from walnut park to the inner, to the to, to city hall do you think city hall would give them sanctuary hell no hell no but you come from guatemala they'll bend over backwards to take care don't of
3: you don't know a damn thing about you just saying and then when and then and then when they get here from Guatemala, what they do is then they'll they'll open up a business in our neighborhood, overprice us and overcharge us for for the goods and products and then treat us like scum, as you know what happened a few weeks ago over on a a, a, a I think yeah. that was Grand or yeah. King's Highway, whatever it was, where they where they jumped on the black lady outside, and well, she was running her mouth pretty good. though. I mean, just running your mouth don't don't deserve to get your ass. No, well, no, she did not you, deserve to be, <laughs> be
0: physically harmed. I'm not. I'm not just saying there was a. But you know what? And, but that's I'm true, surprised though. that the store is still open. But but here's the thing though. Uh, and and what I thought, and then you had a group of people, and they go all over to these foreign owned places, and I said, you know what? You want to be in, instead of standing outside of these convenience stores, you want to be standing outside the offices of of your uh yeah elected representatives yeah because they're the ones who have not created an economy that has equal stakeholders yeah they they, they prioritize certain people and they give certain people loans and they give people opportunities i mean hell Right now, I'm looking at H1 visas that they're that they're shelling out over there in uh, in India and other countries, and importing jobs to America to take the jobs of Americans. Yeah, uh, they're they're actually they're actually there's actually a. a, a uh, the the visa program is actually one in which they have like temp agencies and they're actually recruiting people from overseas who are no smarter than Americans by the way and no no better no better educated and bringing them over here and they're taking jobs away from Americans it's it's unbelievable it's, so now you did this a- if you did the same thing for if you went up to but you know would they go up to walnut park nah. and start shelling out uh nah. Passes to get a job someplace? Nah, hell no. But and we'll do it for everybody else. Now, nah, now, nah, the, the, that's another
3: reason why I'm running for mayor. But uh, this, this is, I can't. I, I'm lost for words on how to describe how this even works. How can you find people? Well, not necessarily find people. How can people come from an un, un uh, unknown place? you know nothing about him floyd mayweather may is real big on this when it comes to trump floyd may floyd mayweather uh uh is, is he's a big trump supporter floyd mayweather junior is is a big trump supporter and he and he always say this country will take somebody that you just they absolutely know nothing about you know he's billionaire you know oh, yeah. you know uh and 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 give them money give them loans and and open up businesses And for the people that's here, they won't do nothing for them. So when you want to talk about Donald Trump and this and then the taxes that he put on on the rich and all that, I don't have a problem with it. I got a problem with them giving these unknown folk all of this money. They give these people fifty thousand maybe sixty thousand just hey here you go boom free health care and, and and free Medicaid and free food stamps and, and and free businesses and 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 go down there in North st. Louis and pick you a building we're gonna give you a building permit and then you know liquor license and sell those black folks those 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 40 ounces and and fifths and and and, and Philly blunts. go ahead enjoy yourselves <laughs> and you know what all those groceries on your t- on your grocery shelf out there,
0: you can buy those with food stamps and then sell them to them for cash <laughs> well and, and and keep in mind though the the advocacy here isn 't for some special program or whatever because a special program isn 't necessarily needed if you just create an economy that has and creates opportunities for people that 's why when President Trump talked about bringing back the community bank. One of the reasons why these, when these community banks dry up, yeah, uh, people, you no longer have any familiar person in a bank yeah. near you. Businesses, oftentimes small businesses, can't get loans to yeah. pay, meet payroll or get equipment, and normal average everyday people can't get small business loans or anything else to, to start up their own companies or buy their own stores, and. Uh, that's why when President Trump t- talks about that, that, that's that's about economic policy. That's yeah. what that's about.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I can't. E- I wish I can get a small business loan or any kind of loan for that matter. But I, I, I what it is, what it is, J money is that it, 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 it's like we're not. How can I say it? We're not. A, a, accessible to the resources. Uh, and if you want a loan, nobody is going to really walk you through the steps to get it. Where I'm from, you have to dig tooth and nail and look under every crevice and every rug and on top of every shelf to get the information that's needed. But if, if say for instance, uh, Carrie Brown from, uh, you know, I don't know, Creve Corps or something, in other words, a, a white guy, a white guy, not from the hood, and wants to open up something, you know, in a in a in a business district. I'm, okay, th- that's what I want to say. If I want to open up something in the hood, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be very very difficult. Trust me, I've tried it. Right. But if somebody wants to open up something like out in Clayton and all of that stuff. Oh, well, come on, we'll introduce you to the guy that gets you the building permit and then you'll get the guy that's, you know, anything in the blah, 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 anything outside of the city. Oh, it's, you know, it's it's free game. That's why there's so many businesses outside of the city limits. If you really look at it, inside the city, there's really nothing but barbershops, liquor, sh- liquor stores and weave shops. That's all there
0: is. In the city. Well, there are currently – well, first of all, let me just say that I do believe that listening to you talk, uh, you sound like such an ingrate. Uh, you and black people, because because uh, we removed that statue, that Confederate statue from Forest Park. I don't know what more you want. Because we're going and, and we're going to remove the Christopher Columbus statue in Tower Grove Park. So I don't know what you well, people are keep complaining well, about. Well,
3: well, well. Uh, excuse me, uh, Mister uh, Alderman uh, President. And we didn't like when, that guy
0: saying monkeying up things. So we're there. We were attacking him. So I don't know what well, you people well, want. Well,
3: excuse me, Mister Alderman President. Uh, my question about the Confederate statue that was in the. In In in, uh, uh, Forest Park What happened to the money That was paid to move it what happened to that money that all those people donated? Remember all those people donated that money uh, to move that statue, and then a, a private donor came in <laughs> and did it by itself. Right. What happened to all of the money that was donated? Huh? 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 I huh? Don't know. Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> huh? Huh? Okay, yeah, so don't, don't don't debate with me, Mr. Alderman President, because well, uh, you, you ain't done a damn thing in the past since you've been an alderman. Matter of fact, sit your ass down somewhere and let somebody else come. Come on, lighter. Bring it, baby. But
0: that's the sum total, it seems, <laughs> of, the, of the help that's given uh, is is by acting concerned about statues and and they yeah. think that's going to erase racism whatever and and the and and the people that that disturb me the most too are people in the black community who are leaders in the black community uh, and, and who uh, sit there and, and continue to kind of fan these flames. And leaders, say it's all about race when the reality is it's all about. Economic neglect, leaders, and, and and that's coming from and that's coming from Democrats too, and you like well you look at leaders. This- I'm, I'm I'm still trying to. You said the the leaders in the
3: black community. The only leader that I know in the black community is the chief of police. Yeah, that's the only leader. Everybody else is following along mm-hmm. and, and, and just kind of following along. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I am scared afraid to say it. From the Alderman president all the way down to I mean, this girl, uh uh Gar what's her name? Garner? Uh,
0: yeah. Um uh,
3: yeah. Uh, uh, Kemp, she done lost her damn mind.
0: Oh, she has, yeah. Definitely. I mean,
3: she done got the little thing off with uh with, with, with the with uh, uh What's her face uh 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 with the with with, uh, with the governor and now she lost her mind, Kim Gardner. If you' listening, sit your ass down somewhere. She she lost her mind. And she- well, and
0: plus, and what happens is she gives uh, black elected officials a really bad rap. Period. I mean, and and, and it makes it look like anytime you're going to get. That's why I hope, even if if Wesley Bell is elected, I hope that he is successful. Yeah. Uh, only because only because I think it'll be bad for this community to have yet another person looking like they don't know what they're doing uh, at, at that level, at that high level. Somebody, me, because we got plenty of whites who don't know what the hell they're doing, but, well, you know.
3: Well, excuse me for interrupting, but somebody made a comment that says, anyone else having trouble hearing Henry? So I'm just, you know.
0: I, I don't think so. No. I okay. Mean, yeah, whoever that is. I mean, we like, sound awesome here. Yeah. I, okay. They, they, they,
3: yeah, no. It's probably their phone. They probably got the old flip phone.
0: I don't know. It's always somebody with something, but uh, somebody having let, trouble hearing him. Uh, let, that's let
3: me you. let me ask you some Jay money. You you before I came here, you was talking to Judge Napolitano. Yeah, right? what do you think about that? I didn't like it. I think I think uh, I think it's a sideshow. Donald Trump, our president, is way too smart to. Allow this debacle to go on between him and Jeff Sessions without a, a a positive ending. I truly believe this is this is me. I truly believe that a bombshell is going to drop here. I think there's some stuff going on behind this. I think this is all a distraction. I think this is all a distraction because if 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 our president wanted to get rid of Jeff Sessions, he'd have done it a long time ago.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I I think what he was saying was he, there was a little bit of an issue uh, with the president tweeting out about these other two cases involving these congressmen, and that, I think the judge is like, dude, you need just need to leave that stuff alone cause, I, that, you know. I, I think. But what I'm saying is, is, if you if if you look at
3: the method to his madness, I think it's all. Uh, 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 how can I, a peek into yeah, yeah. a peek into what's to come? When he says stuff like that, I think I think he's he's just kind of saying, Well, I told you about it, right. but I didn't necessarily tell you about it. I really do believe that Jeff Sessions and the rest of the folk uh got some stuff going on behind the scenes. With this whole Hillary, because we all know what a collusion was, we all know what a corruption was. There is absolutely no way that this man could be just totally ignoring this, and and Donald Trump let him get away with
0: it. Yeah, I mean, and and, and, you know, to tell you the truth, even as much as the judge is watching all this and looking at all this, I think most Americans, they don't even know who. Manafort is they don't know yeah. who they don't know any of these people and this is this whole thing about the Russia collusion and even the Mueller investigation is also inside the beltway mm. that most Americans in their everyday life just do not care about this and, exactly. and obviously people would care if somebody was committing a criminal act or whatever but I think we're I think we've come to the point right now where you all don't have jack right Right. It's come to a head
3: yeah, It's come I mean, to a head it's Just is So ridiculous. so that's why I say that Uh, It's like like the judge said It's one or two things Well I don't, he didn't actually say this but I believe one or two things are going to happen Then we move on I think that right before the elections This November A bombshell is going to drop I'm talking about folk going to be named And blah 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 and dah, dah, dah. Or Right after the elections, immediately following the results, he'll get them out of
0: there. So you think, so the bombshell you think is going to be in reference to what? In reference to the real collusion. Oh,
3: okay. In reference to the real corruption. I hope so. And all of that that's been going on. Because if that's not the case, then Donald Trump... Is just waiting for the election to be over, so it won't cause
0: you know a whole kerfuffle,
3: and then get them out of. I it, it's it's got to be one or two
0: things. Well, you know, there, be, I know Kim Paris last week was talking about the possibility that uh, they actually. Uh, it, it would the bombshell could be the indictment of Hillary Clinton. But That's, what else, you know? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think it's it's got to be. All right, let me ask you about this Aretha Franklin funeral, and I'm not oh, asking you about it just because you're. I black, really don't okay? want to talk about it, but go ahead. But 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 here's the thing, and and this is uh, and this is goes back to our greater discussion uh, about. Blacks and the economy and murder and leaders that they tend to elect, which I don't know, un- I still don't understand why black people keep electing racist liberals uh, who don't care <laughs> about them. I don't understand. It don't it. make sense to but, me. But 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 and 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 how Rahm Emanuel, like in Chicago, can on the one hand boast about Chicago being a sanctuary city. When there is no sanctuary for a 10-year-old black kid in the west side of Chicago when the guns start firing. Right. Uh, And and there's no sanctuary for the person minding their own business uh, in, in, well, on the platform at Metrolink. Yeah. When the guns start blazing out. Right. And so, you know, I, that's, that to me is crazy. Now, uh, there was a pastor, though. Now, keep in mind, it's crazy when you, when you listen to this uh, this CBS news piece about this. Uh, and, and Or the, the Today Show. Sorry, NBC. I don't know. I, I get these people all mixed up. So they're, they're talking about the funeral. And, and they're talking about uh, these things that happened that were controversial at the funeral. And, and you, you'd be amazed. You'd think, well, May, is it Farrakhan? that was uh, being there? He was the most dignified person there. (laughs) Well, hold on a second. And so, was it that? No. Was it, is it the uh, Ariana Grande thing? Uh, Skirt was too short. Yeah, but, you know, I I thought that pastor was kind of, they didn't need to, ride him like that. He made some joke called Taco Bell. Ba- I mean, it's okay, like, I didn't I didn't catch that. You right, got to well, help I, me out I'll, with that and, one. And, and, and then though, there was a pastor. The person that was is receiving the most negative attention is a pastor who probably made the most sense of any black leader that I've heard in a long time. So let me just play the story here. Let me know. check it out. Let me check it
2: out.
4: But the grand send-off for the Queen of Soul was, as you may have heard, not without controversy.
9: NBC's Ron Mott cover the events. This was a funeral that had everything A list names, stirring tributes, and more than a few heads nodding off during this extra long ceremony. But it also made headlines for other reasons. Friend, you? But this morning, the buzz isn't just about the A listers attending.
2: Take it to the Lord.
9: Instead, it's this hug causing headlines. Bishop Charles H. Ellis III, whose Detroit church hosted the funeral, embracing pop star Ariana Grande. Oh. Social media lighting up, with many considering it inappropriate groping. What?
0: I know. He also. And it, it wasn't inappropriate groping. He barely touched
9: the girl, and plus, she's, she's this tiny little thing. Is there more. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's more. Criticized for joking the young singer's name reminded him of a new Taco Bell treat. <laughs> I mean, that's. I'm sorry, but that's that's funny.
0: I mean, you know. Now I'm just I'm just glad a white person did say hear it. That's that. All. I,
3: that's the first time I have heard that. Yeah. he said, "Why
0: did he say Jay Money?" He, he, said, say? he said Ariana Grande reminded him of a new Taco Bell feature.
3: <laughs>
0: I'm just glad that wasn't Donald Trump who said it because the, 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 the entire world would have ended at that point. It's <gasps> a black passion, but there's well, stuff. Because she, because his her name this. is Grande, yeah, and he yeah. was holding her. Right. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> and he had, he, had he had to apologize. Listen to this.
9: To Ariana. If uh, what I said was taken uh, the wrong way, put your hands oh.
2: together for
0: Reverend Jasper. Oh. Williams. Now, let, 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 wait, wait, listen. Oh. Put your headphones back on, man. Man, that's listen the, the to funniest this, thing I've heard all. Listen to Ugh. this guy having though, to go on uh, and, and
9: apologize if uh, what I said was taken uh, the wrong way. Put your hands together for Reverend
2: Jasper Williams.
0: Now, listen to ja- listen to Jasper Williams. Now, it turns out that it's Ugh. not it's not the Ariana Grande Taco Bell joke. It's not Farrakhan. It's this guy that apparently causes the most controversy at Aretha Franklin's funeral. This dude right here. This dude right here. Listen to
9: what he had to say. I.: right. He wasn't the only one left explaining their actions.
0: A black woman cannot raise a black boy to be a
9: man. Atlanta Reverend Jasper Williams, who gave the eulogy, was knocked for turning his moment in the pulpit into a wrist slap on the state of black America, from single parenting to crime. Sunday, he responded, though did not offer a mea culpa.
0: We as a race uh, sit back and
1: get mad if a police officer kills one of
0: us, see, and... We don't say anything when a hundred of us are killed by us that something is wrong with that. I mean, that, that,
3: I've been saying that, hell, I've been saying that since, since people, but way before anybody knew who
0: I was. Yeah. I mean, but now keep in mind, this is a nine hour long funeral, right? And so you're going to get. Uh, people who are going to say things and who are and, and he's a pastor, he's a leader, he's a man who has opinions about society and and and, he, and this was also in context talking about Aretha Franklin and talking about the the black culture and talking so, about me so this wasn't just like out of the blue he it was part of a longer sermon. But what
3: was he saying though Jay Money what what what, what that said that a, a black woman can't raise a boy how to be a a, a man Yeah, he was just That's taught- supposed to be controversy yeah, that and, and Well, I mean, I could I could understand where some people would have a problem with that, and then I can understand how, you know, some people would it uh would, would would welcome that statement. Uh and just a little
0: bit here. His point was that it uh, was about the absence of yeah. fathers in black families. Yeah,
3: but that's not what I got. Uh
0: what I got was
3: is that I was raised by four women. My grandmother my mom and her two sisters, my uncle died when I was like, I don't know, maybe three or four. And I was raised by black women, and you know, of course, until I went to the military. Yeah. But, so I got a problem with that statement. But I had four black women that'll pick up a, a, a lamp and knock you cross your head with it. They didn't play back in those days, you right, know. Right. When, when you can, when you can throw this water bottle at, at somebody and don't go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> you get my point. Hell yeah. Go get the switch and don't bring back the smallest one. But on the other side, where it says that, uh, 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 where people would have a problem with it, I mean, where people will welcome it, is because you're right. We live in a we live in a very, very, very dangerous. Uh, times now where uh, black men are targeted. Uh, we're, we're, we're being targeted, especially our black youth. We're being targeted with, with, with guns. We're being targeted with drugs. We're being targeted with homosexuality. We're being targeted with uh, immorality. We're just being targeted with that. And a lot of the females, a lot of the single black mothers are not uh, equipped to keep us focused on how to be a man because the minute a young boy nowadays smokes a blunt and sees a a, a gay guy and the gay guy you know remember his mind is altered yeah and then he he this gay guy embraces him and they become friends well all he knows is that lifestyle, and you know me, I got gay friends. I, you know, gay people. I ain't got no problem with that. You know, I love them. They're great people. But when it comes to, when it comes to being targeted, being targeted for that type of, not even just just homosexuality, but like I said, drug, drugs, guns, crimes, whatever. Black women nowadays. Most of the young black women nowadays, and I can say this because, you know, I'm single now, and you know, I'm running into a whole lot of them <laughs> that don't have a clue what's going on. They really don't have a clue. Black women nowadays are just don't just don't have the 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 strength and the and the energy to raise a black a young black boy into a man these days because we have so much coming at us and they
0: 're just trying to survive, you got me mm-hmm. so it, it could go it could go both ways yeah, yeah I, th- I with think that. generally I think he might have made a a too broad of a statement yeah. and and, and you obviously can. I
3: don't even think that was an appropriate time <laughs> to even say something yeah, like right. that.
0: Well, I think, what the hell did that got uh, to do with the Franklin? I think. I think. Well, what is? What did anything really? Well, uh, I, 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 wait a minute. Let me say this,
3: Jamie. What now I'm pissed. Have to do with? Now, the, I'm, pissed you know. I'm pissed now. I'm pissed. It, I, I eulogized a lot of. I've had my. I've had my share of eulogizing funerals. It's, it's, it's doing eulogies. It's not something that I enjoy. Of course it's not. But when I go and I eulogize a funeral, I talk about the impact that the person, the deceased, the bereaved had on the world. I talk about their accomplishments, maybe some of their failures, some of their ups, some of their downs. I get all the research that I can about that individual, and that's what my eulogy is about. I'm not gonna sit up, hey, I'm finna preach now. I'm not gonna sit up at a at an Aretha Franklin funeral and talk about how hard it is to raise a child. That's not what that that ain't got nothing to do with the woman. I'm gonna talk about what she liked, what she didn't like, you know, what made her happy, what made her sad, how she Touch me how she touched people that's what a eulogy is and so i don't think that was even an appropriate statement well,
0: in, in 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 the context of it though when you when you look at aretha franklin's past uh and she was not able uh, i think this was rooted in her own story you realize aretha franklin had her first baby when she was 12. And, oh really? And, and, oh yeah, and, and her second baby didn't know that. Her second baby when she was fourteen didn't know that. And, and, and so, and, and again, I'm not knocking her at all. That's just part of her story. I don't know whether it was twelve or thirteen, but either way, she had her first baby before she was even really a teenager. And and that ba- and those sons of hers uh, were raised by uh, uh, by her parents uh, uh-huh. and, and her family. Yeah, and I think he was. I think he was. Um, trying to say that that she was representative of a time that you actually uh Referenced when people all, when there was a, when they, even in the, even when there was trouble, there was still a nuclear family around there you to, be go. Able to help them out. The community.
3: Miss Jones across the street to tear your little butt up, and then you're going to come home and get it from your mama because Miss mm-hmm. Jones, now she, Miss Jones done told her what she did, you know, yeah, then you, you know, get it from over here, and then you
0: get it from over there, right. and you,
3: please don't tell my mom. Please don't tell my mom. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that now Miss t-
0: Jones gets a bullet through her window oh at one in the morning. While she's sleeping No Miss Jones ain't gonna say Oh yeah yeah Just
3: while she's sleeping I thought you talking about In reference to Whooping your tail Miss Jones is gonna Just close the blinds And say that ain't None of my business (laughs) (laughs) Something of that nature. (laughs) That ain't none of my business I ain't got nothing To do with that
0: I mean and, and and here's but and then and then going back to That was a good one Jay
3: Money. I like that. Congratulations.
0: Yeah, man. I like that. I, I like
3: that conversation. That yeah. was good. Yeah. Come well, on, I mean, give me, listen, give, me give
0: me give me more. Give me more. Well, and here here's here's where uh the party is that gets the most support from blacks. This is this is where the leaders of that party were spending their time. And this is in the Hamptons on Long Island. Nancy Pelosi, Lord, hanging out With Chuck Schumer. Okay. In East Hampton at the Discovery Inc.'s CEO's David Zaslov's house. (laughs) Okay. Oprah Winfrey is there. Yeah. Katie Couric is there. Yeah. George Stephanopoulos is there. Yeah. Savannah Guthrie is there. Yeah. Yeah. Joy Behar is Uh-oh, there. Oh, not Joy. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds
3: like a boy. If that ain't an anti-Trump rally, I don't know what is. Martha Stewart is there. Come
0: on, you kidding me? The owner of the Patriots is there. Wait a minute, I thought he loved Donald Trump. Uh, well, yeah, but but uh, maybe he the does, coach. But there were some people there, a little bit. Okay. So you basically just had a bunch of lefties, a bunch of globalists, a bunch of elites, all hanging out. Because I guarantee you. These people wouldn't be caught dead in West Chicago. Oh no! To spending their time talking about the plight of blacks in the inner city and beyond. Nah. Instead, what they're doing is they're over there at um, they're they're in the Hamptons hanging out. Uh, at, at posh little gatherings, and 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 then they'll turn around the next day and hold a news conference talking about how we just need to leave those MS-13 gang members alone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I that's mean. your party. Yeah, Not that, your party, yeah. but that's your Democratic Party right that's
3: there. That's it. That's it, player. That's it right there. Oprah told him to hell with y'all. I ain't running for nothing. <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> I don't care how popular I am. I ain't running for nothing.
0: Well, and, and, and I, wouldn't, I wouldn't... I got too much to lose. Now, now let me ask you this, though. And we'll go back to Aretha's funeral for a second. So the problem is you, so you have at a at a uh at Aretha's gathering okay. all these individuals who were there, uh and and the, the pastors daring to talk about uh, moms and black boys and that kind of thing, he becomes the target. Or a hug of Ariana Grande, that pastor has that to was, apologize. That was funny. <laughs> and, and yet <laughs> And yet, there's Louis Farrakhan. And let me tell you Get something, it. man. Um, the dude is... Uh-oh. Uh, the, listen. Uh-oh. I, 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 one thing about Louis Farrakhan that I can appreciate... Farrakhan. Farrakhan. There it is. I app- can appreciate is his uh, economic motivation of blacks in, t- in terms of economic empowerment. Yeah. And, 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 and I like the fact, to a certain degree... That he is a – he's an isolationist when it comes to black culture and economic power. And he has put forth this idea that, you know what, the only way you're actually going to survive is by uh, coalescing and becoming a unit – uh, yeah, he, he he's supportive of blacks shopping at other black stores. Yeah, and he doesn't mind it when blacks uh, just hang out together uh, instead of having to be mixed up with other white people. Yeah, uh, so so I get that. But he's also man, the dude doesn't like Jewish people because he's Muslim. Right, but Muslims I know a lot of Muslims, but they, they but and and they like Jewish people. Then they're not Muslim. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. To this I'm just telling right, you. Okay. I mean, okay, I'm just, okay. I mean, I want to hear from you, man. I'm going to give it to you real. Uh, here's from- what here's what Dershowitz is. He's a, he's a Harvard law professor and he's a pretty even handed dude. Okay. He's he's uh, he's he's been supportive of President Trump. In who terms is it? Of- We're going he's from a, he's Farrakhan a- to who? Yeah. Hold on. He's a, he's a law he's professor. A, yeah, hold on, because you, you're confusing me now. <laughs> Just hang on. I'm ready to get into Farrakhan. I know you will, because I'm about to get into Dershowitz getting into Farrakhan. Okay, okay, okay I got you, I got you. Um, I got you. And so what I'm he did was he decided he was going to say that um, the fact that Clinton and Sharpton and Jesse Jackson, yeah. and they're all standing up there with Farrakhan, is a horrible thing because they're mainstreaming. Racism. Just listen to what he has to say real quick, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. It's Alan Dershowitz.
4: Outraged this morning over Louis Farrakhan's seat of honor at the pulpit of
2: Aretha Franklin's funeral.
0: By the way, she called him Louis Farrakhan. I know he's, I know, Cause I know. Because she, she don't know how to pronounce, she don't know who he
3: is. She don't know how to pronounce his name. That's why. She although, don't, although when, she don't know.
0: when he was performing, though, wasn't he Calypso Louis at one point? I don't know about that. You know, performing you know, Louis Farrakhan was a was a singer at one point. Didn't know that. Okay. I'm
3: getting I'm talking about I'm getting some good stuff. That's today. why they call that's why they call him Calypso. Some... They call him
0: Calypso Louie, man.
3: Didn't ever heard I've never heard of that. I'm not kidding you. Forty six years. Well, I'll be 46 on the 15th. You gonna give me something
0: for my birthday?
4: Louis Farrakhan's seat. Yeah, of-
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna give you uh uh yeah. I, I'd like another one of those hats.
6: <laughs> 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 Of Aretha Franklin's funeral, the
5: very controversial Nation of Islam leader who has notoriously declared the Jews are my enemy and white folks are going down
0: was seen. Pr- now, Harry Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah, on, you, come you on, win. You you can't possibly get behind the white folks are going down. That yeah, oh, he 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 truly <laughs> believes that. I know he does. He truly. Well, you don't believe
3: that, but you have to understand why he believes it, though. Uh, okay. Oh, I don't. I don't believe it at all. I think. I think it's just a. Like you say, I think it's just, you know how I look at, you know how I look at uh, 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 Brother Farrakhan? I look at Brother Farrakhan as a, as an entity at at our, in our lifetime, you know, while we're alive, to show some unity amongst blacks. Period. Now, whether, they're, whether, 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 whether it's uh, negative or whether it's positive uh, in society's eyes, whenever anyone, and, and it's sad, it's real sad, but whenever anyone can, can bring black folk together on any occasion for any reason, other than going out, you know, just murdering folk, but I consider that as at least a plus. Uh, Something. You, 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 do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, um, I, I, wait, I'm saying
0: I, I completely
3: understand what uh, yeah. you're saying. Because and, and the reason. Hold I'm on, saying, wait a minute. Let me let me let, me let me let me elaborate. Yeah. Because a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago, I was going to the gas station on West Florissant around the corner from my house. And I don't know if you, well, you know him, uh, the alderman, Mohammed, yeah. the little young guy. Mm-hmm. They were out there. Him and about, I don't know, maybe six, six of the brothers had their suits and stuff on and blah, blah. You know, I'm not, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't go with them. They're no, the ones who hand out the newspapers they were and out, stuff? Uh-huh. But, Yeah, but he was actually out there. Yeah. And I walked up to him and I said, keep doing what you're doing, brother. I'm running for mayor. And he looked at me and I looked at him and then his other brothers looked at me and they looked at him. I said, God bless you. And I walked away. And then one of the brothers said, hey, 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 come here, brother, come here, brother. And he handed me a final call. I said, man, I don't have no money to buy no final call. He said, that's a gift. I said, well, thank you, brother. The point I'm making is, is that they are showing that we can come together and, and uh, you know, just period. Whereas they're not out there passing out drugs, they're not out there passing out guns, they're not out there passing out this, that, you know what I'm saying? Like these other black folk are doing. So Farrakhan, I look at brother Farrakhan on just one thing only because I don't agree with his principles, I'm not down with... The nation of Islam, whatsoever. So you're not going to wear a bow tie when you announce? Hell no! For I ain't gonna wear a bow tie. Period. I don't like them. <laughs> I
9: don't. I don't I understand, like them.
3: I, I don't like them. Farrakhan represents a leader in the black culture. Well, not culture, but in the black race. To, to as as no one has ever done since the likes of. Maybe uh, uh,
0: uh, uh, Malcolm X or Dr. King. All right. Now, can I be black for a second? Go ahead. Okay. My answer when I'm confronted with Louis Farrakhan, if I am a black person, is similar to what you would say. But I would say it this way. Let me tell you something about Louis Farrakhan. You could talk all you want about the crappy things he says about Jewish people and about the crappy things he says about whitey. But let me tell you something about Louis Farrakhan. I can listen to him, and he gives a whole lot more of a rip about me than Nancy Pelosi does, than Lyda Krusen does, yep, than Bill Clinton ever did, yep. than, Then you know what? Even than Barack Obama did, yep, yep. So, so yeah. Yep. Do I do I am I concerned about the elements of Louis Farrakhan that that uh, that take him off the rails? Yeah, yeah. But let me tell you something. You you're not helping me, right? You you don't care about. Uh, blacks killing blacks on the West End. Yeah. You don't care about black empowerment, right? Uh, economic empowerment. Yeah. You you think you're helping me by getting rid of a statue in Forest Park?
3: Well, you doing it. You doing it today? And Louis Farrakhan
0: Munch. talks more about getting rid of statues. <laughs> so yeah, yeah,
3: yep, yep, anyway. yep. I So don't, I don't agree with his with his right. negativity towards white people and and Jews and all of that. But you got to understand that's his. You know, that's his thing. But when you want to talk about Louis Farrakhan can bring together millions of black people, whereas at this day and age, right now in our lifetime, nobody else can do
0: that. Yeah, and keep in mind, folks, this is not Jamie Allman defending Louis Farrakhan. What I'm saying is you have to understand that when, when you are lecturing black people for standing next to Louis Farrakhan or or even maybe even reading his paper or whatever else, keep in mind that that the people so far who have claimed to represent black people have thrown them under the bus yeah and, and yeah. so so you can hardly blame people for gravitating towards people who otherwise uh might not be the best people in the world to hang out with yeah. but let me tell you something the, from the from the mind of certain people uh, they speak in a language that sure as hell is different than anybody else. And let me, let me put make some symmetry to this. And again... I'm not comparing Donald Trump to Louis Farrakhan or anything else. What I'm saying is remember when you supported President Trump, people, right? Yeah. And you were told you're not a real Republican. He's not a real Republican. Remember when evangelicals supported President Trump? Yeah. And and everyone's like going, how can you do that when he talked about the P word? And how can you do that? And they go, you know what? You can tell me, talk to me all you want about about uh and or 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 to the blue collar worker how can you support a guy who uh has a potty mouth like that and most people's answer was always you know what you can tell me all you want lecture me all you want mm-hmm. about how impure donald trump is or yeah. how many times he's been married or yeah. this or that but let me tell you something i know that he cares about my interests. Yes, I know yes. that he cares about the economy. Hallelujah. Evangelicals, I know he will defend my religious liberty. Preachs. I know it. So he can cuss. He can do all he wants, but the results in the end are what they are. And that's why, for instance, and, and so if you just, if you just, uh, attach that mode to yeah. the to the people who might in the black community who might say you know what i listen to farrakhan i don't listen to him when he talks about jews i don't like that whole thing yeah but you know what he has some other points he makes yeah. and i know he cares more about me than these other people do who i've been electing my whole life yeah so i'm just trying to get some symmetry that
3: there. that that that's uh, i i i can't follow that i can't follow that I cannot follow that. That that's the Come nail is, on the head, brother. That's you, why you got this Emmy sitting up here. That's why you have this Emmy sitting up there. This gorgeous, beautiful Emmy is because of statements like that. That's what's up. I you, have man. never. You're welcome. And I'm thank not just you. saying that because you're my partner, but I've never heard a white person <laughs> put it in 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 that symmetry.
0: Can you? Uh, that was good. That can was you good. follow this though? Good oh, thank stuff, you I good Appreciate stuff. that very much. Can you follow it?
3: Is that what that is? Hang on. You like this.
1: If you want to be happy living a king's life, oh, never make a pretty woman your wife. Oh, if you want to be happy living a king's life? Hey, never make a pretty woman your wife. Now all you have to do is just what I say.
0: Okay, and then you will be jolly. That's not Louis Farrakhan, is, is it?
1: From a
0: that's Louis Farrakhan.
1: But ain't no Louis Farrakhan. You better marry a woman uglier than you from a dodgy point of view. <laughs> <laughs> a pretty woman
0: you.
1: A pretty woman make her husband
3: look
0: small. Calypso so Louie, bud. Soon as
1: she you thought I
0: was...
3: Then
1: she to do the Wait! Stop 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 stop, and
0: stop, stop, and stop, 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 stop. That's Louis Farrakhan? Yes. I'm telling you, man. You thought I was kidding you. Not all oh white people. Oh my lord. Not all white people lie to you. I just let you know. I'm telling you
3: the truth. Well, I don't I don't I don't hang around liars. I that's Lewis
0: Farragon. Yeah, I they thought that him. was somebody that was gonna say tequila. The thun, 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 that's, thun, why them, that's why they call him that's where they call him Calypso Lewis. Man,
3: I swear to God, I ain't never heard that in my life, J Money. I ain't never heard that or heard about that. He he's not half bad, to tell you the truth. I wish that was a YouTube video of him actually performing let see, it. Let me see if I can <laughs> Let me see if I can find one. Hold on.
0: This had to be before he became the minister Well, yeah This is like from 1953 or something Yeah, yeah, yeah This was before he Hold on Uh,
3: I thought you was playing that Because I'm single now And you was just trying to say Don't make a a beautiful woman your wife
0: Oh, here Here's here's, here's, uh, I think this is actually a video of him Hang on it's, ugly not one. A, it's not a half bad. Oh, the song is great. Oh, here you go. Nice, huh? Here you go.
3: Louis Walcott from Boston. Louis
0: Walcott. He says Walcott. Yeah, well, that's Louis Farrakhan. That's before he changed his name. I see you're, you're quite a fellow up there in
1: Boston. It says here that you're a track runner at English high school and that you've equaled every record in school,
7: right? Yes, and I hope to break some next year when I put on a little more
3: weight. Oh, my God.
0: As soon as I eat some more juice. Exactly. Like this. That's your violin. Can you play that as fast as you can run? Well,
7: not quite, but I've got a lot to learn. I hope to break some
1: records with this someday. You're just a champion at heart, aren't you? All right, what, what are you going to play? i want to play Chardis
0: by Montez. Montez Chardis. That's him, man.
1: That's
3: him. Louis Wildcott.
0: 16 years old.
3: Oh, my God. You turned. That sounds huh? sound like some mob music. <laughs> like somebody's getting ready to be, uh, to take a ride. Come on, let's let's have a, let's take a ride. So that's, this is him before that he is became him. Louis
0: Walcott, before he became Minister Louis Farrakhan.
3: Margaret, Margaret Sharp. Dude, have you ever seen this Margaret Sharp? I'm talking on Facebook. Have you ever seen this Margaret? This is, this is unbelievable. I can pretty much go out on a limb. <laughs> and say at least 50% of his followers have no idea that he has that song. They make an make ugly one. You don't one think you don't they right. know that? Hell no. In all your life, she Hell
1: playing no. Oh! No.
3: No. So I'm going to do a poll. You just blew my mind. I'm talking about you just, you just absolutely blew my mind. I... Don't know black people know that's Louis Farrakhan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, this is breaking news. Matt, did you know
0: Louis Farrakhan was Calypso Louie Oh, he didn't know. Either. This is breaking news, dude. You're welcome, man. Thank I like to, I like to, I like to educate and enlighten and illuminate. That's good stuff. That's good. he's got. A, I mean, he's got a whole album. That's, that's good stuff. It's, I mean, it's called The Charmer. I actually
3: have goosebumps. I do. Don't nobody know that. Don't nobody. He he don't even talk about it. Oh the, no, I'm sure he does. The, it, the, man the man gives thousands of speeches a year, and I have never heard him mention when I was Calypso Louie and such and such and such and no, such. No, 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 because
0: y- y- well, yeah, I mean, it's I mean, pretty. What pretty are the amazing. views?
3: Look, how many views does that have?
0: Uh. 53,000 uh, 53,000 53, which is a lot comparatively right do you think right? do you think his followers know <laughs> no no, no they, they I will tell you that I think that most of the people who uh, listen to my show and who know a little bit about uh, the I think a lot of our people who are currently listening knew that. I don't know. Margaret, uh, Margaret said no,
3: I have not heard she that. She didn't handle. know that. <laughs> and you know, she's she's kind of your 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 cyber yeah. cyber co-host. Right. But exactly. Dude, I, I, I got something to work with now. I mean, I can leave here and that right there, that is good stuff. That's good stuff. I'm gonna walk up to the next person I see selling a final call. Well, on Grand Kings Highway, wherever somebody's selling the final call, I'ma pull up and say, "Hey, my brother, Salam alaikum." They're gonna say, "Alaikum salam, my brother." I'm gonna say, "Did you know that uh the minister was called has a has a song, a hit song?"
0: <laughs> I bet you they know. <laughs> I, I, I bet you they don't.
3: know. You don't think they know? Hell, no,
0: they don't know. That's another one. Yeah.
3: I guarantee you they don't know
0: This is called back-to-back, belly-to-belly Back Back? (laughs) 1953, dude This only has 10,000 views That's what I'm trying to tell you
3: I get more views for my YouTube videos than that, and this been. What's the? They don't tell you the date posted. How many years ago?
0: 2011.
3: Yeah, and it's only gotten so many views. Don't nobody know about that, brother. His 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 followers would be sitting up cracking up. Girl, look, how go to the minister got a song and blah blah blah. We talking about millions of people that follow this man.
0: Well, a lot of people uh, deride him for that. They use it to kind of. Uh, discredit him but but i don't
3: and that would be another reason why no one knows about it
0: <laughs> yeah he, he can't destroy it because it happened right but i don't i don't see anything but the thing is though uh he He's it, actually pretty good at this, yeah, I mean, you know, he probably would
3: he, sh- he probably should have pursued that instead of what he doing, right Because <laughs> right. he
0: could have been performing at Aretha Franklin's funeral.
3: Exactly, maybe not that song, but you know, something you know nice. I didn't know, man that that now, ugly. Make well, an ugly woman your what to say? Don't make an ugly woman your wife.
0: Yeah, it, I uh, like that. It, that is the uh, ugly woman. It's called ugly woman. Yeah, but now here's the thing. Now other people don't realize that That's that's people don't get into this. But they're like, well, why was Louis Farrakhan there at the funeral? And again, it's because Aretha Franklin's was, career goes way back. Yeah. To the time, even they were when friends. Louis Farrakhan was a musician. They were friends. Yeah, I they mean, were they, they were. They kind of met each other a long, long time ago. I mean, she, but hell, you notice he didn't speak. No,
3: See, no, he
0: didn't speak. But and,
9: and
3: that was by choice. Right. They asked him. Of course, they asked him to speak.
0: But I think people d- couldn't figure out why he was there. Oh, yeah. And and the fact of the matter is that that he and Aretha go back to when he was a musician. Mm-hmm. I, that, that's why he was there. But but. Yeah, they're old friends. I th- you know?
3: Yeah, I, and not not and, and and you know not not, not taking anything f- away from their friendship. Not taking anything away from their friendship. But whenever there's an opportunity for a black, a prominent black person to be, uh, uh, how can I say, um, you know, put on put on a pedestal or something like that. If Ferris Firstcon can be there for whatever reason, he's gonna be there. And the reason is, is because, like I said, we are living in a time where black young, and now it's even spilling over into our, 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 our women and children, where we're being systematically targeted for certain uh, things to eliminate us. And his presence, just that's why he, he didn't speak. Like I said, he was the most dignified person there. Just his presence of being there
0: gives, a visual to the lost. Yeah, and, and here's the thing, and, and 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 people, it's another example of where you know people obsess over these things like Farrakhan or a Trump tweet or whatever. Uh, when when at the same time, you guys can lecture us all you want about how that shouldn't be and that person shouldn't be there, but the reality is you're not lifting a finger. To truly help anybody Not, anyway. Ain't doing a damn so you can thing. Bitch all about a tweet or bitch all about a Farrakhan at a funeral. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, uh, what have you done for, for people me lately. O- other than complain about, you know, or about about things or people and their behavior or what have you. So what have you done for me uh, lately? <laughs> dun, 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 so we're kind of we're kind of past we're, we're kind of uh we're kind of past all that.
3: Yeah. Check this out, J Money. Uh because we uh, hopefully we can talk about the book
0: of love. Well, that too, because you're in it, and that's why you're in it. Because I love you. All right, well, hit one second here because um, I, I want to ask you real quickly about this. We'll talk about the book, and then I've got uh, Matthew Mitchell of the Matthew Mitchell Allstate Agency. And, that's uh, him uh, right there. In. You got to come around, buddy. Around? How'd I'll, you get I just, in here? By the way, I, right?
3: I just thought he was a fan watching the show. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, that'll be how good, did, like your CBS win, you know how you have the more, I know. you get some people up there to just, just watch and stuff, that'll
0: be, I think, that's what I thought that was. I'm <laughs> like, oh, okay. How did Matthew get in
3: here?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I I'm glad he's here, I'm just telling you, you know?
3: Okay, come on, let's talk before, 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 before I gotta go. Um, What's that? Just something you, you got some stuff. Boy, if I could have five hours with that laptop, I tell you what—just <laughs> give me about five hours, and I'll, I'll
0: bring it back to you. <laughs> um, all right, real quickly, uh, because we don't—we're not gonna have a whole lot of time. But, but, but the—well, um... let's talk about the book. But I, I still want to get your opinion about—you uh, have, you have Nike shoes on? Uh-uh. Oh. Actually, my Nike—I'm sim-
3: I'm, going to do a video today about that.
0: Oh, about Colin Kaepernick and the Nike thing? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, can you give us a hint about what it's going to say? Don't do it. For Nike not to.
3: Yeah. Well, you know how the Nike is just do it? Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, my thing is don't do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I do think that—the one thing I couldn't figure out is, like, Nike— They're they're not idiots over there. They had to have some degree of calculation in deciding they were going to name a guy who wears socks with police portrayed as pigs on them.
3: Well, Uh, I think I think I think it's in protest because Nike is not made in America. Nike shoes are made overseas. And uh, I think it has something to do with the trade agreements and all of that as a protest against Donald Trump. Really? Oh yeah! Ain't no Nike's made in America. There's no Nike factory here in America? Where the Nike shoes? Them Nike shoes come from? I think they come from China or somewhere like that, Japan or something like that. But because that's why they're so expensive over here, and then they make so much money because oh, you know they they make them for I don't know maybe four or five bucks a pair or cents, and then come over here and sell them for a hundred, two hundred dollars. Yeah, right know? on. So that's that's what, in my opinion, I think it has to do with the reason why Nike is doing it, because it will because they can get taxed, you know, because imports and stuff coming from wherever Nike is made. I don't know. Maybe Margaret will, uh, 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 tell us here real quick, but wherever Nike is made, I think it's China. I think somewhere. <laughs> so,
0: you, so you think this is all? well, I, you know I, what? I think, I think that's a great point. I'm
3: telling you what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. I changed my profile picture back to you know uh, GQ Man of the Year. Remember that when we were on the on on the show and y'all put me up there with the Afro, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. I changed my profile picture back to that because I'm getting ready to turn the Colin Kaepernick's butt. Uh,
0: because here's because here's the thing because because just say wear Nikes, man. Like I'm not I'm not a I'm not i am um, uh, I'm I'm not a, a boycotter. I don't I don't like I don't do boycotts uh, and. Uh, let's see. Uh, Amy, manu- I'll uh, be
3: 46. Amy, Elkman, Ickman, I'll be 46. And she must be smoke-free. She can drink a little bit and preferably
0: shorter than me. Go ahead. <laughs> the leading manufacturer of Nike shoes uh, Nike shoes, is China and Vietnam. Right, yeah.
3: See, there it is. He, we in, you know, because this thing getting ready to come with China and, and these imports and taxes and, you know, all of that trade stuff. And Nike is going to be affected by it. So, so, what Nike, so what Nike So Nike is going to do is Nike is going to try to uh, 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 motivate whatever audience they have or uh, not audience, but whatever
0: support they have here in the United States, you know. But, but see, now, though, like I could never bring myself to buy or even or I don't wear, you know, I don't do I, don't, I, I have tennis shoes, but I don't have Nikes. But 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 I, I my son, uh, who is just starting football and everything else. Uh, I, I could never bring myself to buy anything, Nike. I've never now. owned.
3: I've There's never. There's no way. I'm be 46 in 12 days. I've never owned a pair of Nikes. Number so, one, never. Number one is because the only Nikes you really want to wear are Jordans, and I couldn't. I could never afford them. But now, you know, it's just that I don't care nothing about Nike or. But but how how is it
0: possible that a company. Who are they assessing will be their customers now? Because you said it earlier, the liberal, the liberal bastards that that's yeah, co- that but agree.
3: There aren't that many of them, right? Well, it's, it's, it's more than you know. It's a lot more than you know. That it's a lot more than you know. Especially a lot of black liberals that we don't know that buy them damn Nikes.
0: And still, and still, for whatever reason, think Kaepernick is. Listen, man, the dude was a, was by the time he did all this take a knee thing, he was a scrub. Yeah who was not a good football player, or quarterback.
3: Nope. Wasn't that good.
0: And, and so this became a thing. And then, and then, and it was anti-cop is what this is. This is anti-police. I mean, I don't like him. It's I, not, it's not some, it's, he's not some powdered wig revolutionary the way they're making him out to be. I don't want to talk to more about Colin Kaepernick, man. Let's talk about the book so I can get okay.
3: out of here right. and your guests can come on in here and y'all can close the show. Show me off. what to do. Yesterday, Jay Money, uh, Margaret, uh, Martha Munson, and I completed editing the Coon. Can you turn that music down a little bit? It's, oh, know, sorry. This, is kind of, this kind of huge. Sorry. This is kind of. I know <laughs> when you when you just said the Coon that <laughs> that's the I name know what of you the said, book. <laughs> we just finished editing the Coon. It has taken uh, three months past due, but God brought it at the right time. And you, my friend, are a big feature in Chapter 5, I believe. Chapter
0: 5. We go into... Oh, good. That's all I need is for my name to be in a book called The Coon.
3: Yeah. Yeah, because because I was a coon. I wasn't a coon on your show. I was a great entertainer on your show. But when I went out into the neighborhood, I was a
0: coon. Yeah, or when people saying? called into the heat phone or something, they'd always you know,
3: yeah, call me coon and
0: stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Sell out.
3: yeah. So what? What I'm saying, Jay, uh, Jay, money is, is that you, my friend, played a big part. You played a a, a huge part, and you still are today, uh, playing a huge part in my life. I love you, brother. Uh, I chose to put you in the book because, and you know. With God's blessings, millions of people's gonna read this book. I hope so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I, I just want you to know uh, you in there, and, and it's it's more or less on from the time that I heard you talking, played my laugh on your show to the time the show got canceled, and how you and I still remain friends. How you and I had a couple, you know, uh, uh, lickety flicks or whatever, but uh, we love each other. We're friends, and uh, because of you. Uh, a lot of my life changed drastically. My life really did change when you decided to get this this black boy, well, not, not boy, but this black dude off the street, no TV experience whatsoever, just because I made one video. That was, I had made the laughing video, yeah, yeah. brought me into your network, brought me into your show, brought me into your life. And look where we are
0: now. Right on, buddy. I appreciate and you. You were, you were, you were good. And, and someday you. we'll be back on TV. I, I guarantee. I know you. that. I know that. And the Almond Report will be back at some point. I know and, that. But, but uh, the Street Beat was just were, hearing you say that gives me <laughs> hearing you say the Street Beat. I know yeah, that gives me you chills. Were, you were, and I've said this before, uh, and I'll say it again. You, you could give me a person uh, with twenty-five years experience uh, in TV uh covering the community, doing whatever. Uh but but nothing was as good as a person with zero experience getting out and being real with people yeah. instead of the baloney and and the and the uh, fancy little edits and the fancy little swishes yeah. or whatever it is yeah to make things happen. And yeah. uh, and, and and that was what was great about the Alma Report anyway. Anyway is that we had a show, barely had a teleprompter Sat there, told it like it was, interviewed people, talked to people. You didn't see a bunch of body bags coming out of a trailer. Right. You didn't see aerial footage of a warehouse fire. Right. And you know what? We didn't even tell you what the weather was going to be like. Sure didn't. Nor who won the last baseball game. See. But we did tell you about your town, and yeah. you were a big part of that, man. And people loved it. You know, yeah. you got you got criticism for it, but you also got a lot of people who were lauding you for it as well.
3: Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. So thank you, uh, on behalf of me, my family, and uh, my uh, myself, I thank you, brother, for that. And the book, when the, like I said, the book comes out, I mean, people are just going crazy over this book. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, when, I'm so, serious. When,
0: so when is it? When are we gonna?
3: It's, I mean, maybe in. The, I'm. I'm. I'm telling Marta because we're self-publishing this. Okay, we're doing everything ourselves. That way, we cut out the middleman. Unless somebody knocks on the door and says "Hey, I give you such and such such. You want to mm-hmm. do a book mm-hmm. deal?" But we we're self-publishing it. We are getting the website coming up where you click on and get your book. It's twenty five dollars a piece. It'll be fifty dollars for signed copies. That means I got to sit down, sign my name, and ship it myself. i we gonna you got to pay a little extra for that. But uh, in the next Week, week and a half.
0: Yeah, and also you you could do it. Uh, hopefully, you'll be able to have it an online version as well. Right? I'm going to so, do
3: a Kendall,
0: audio version. Audio, oh, an audio book
3: with huh? background music, and that's because it's going to take you on a journey. Mm-hmm. It starts from when I was two years old to when uh, uh, after the court case. Uh-huh. That last day, I was in your in your in the, in here, and I said I was on my way to court. Mm-hmm. That's the last chapter. That's oh, wow. The, okay. That's the last chapter of the book when I left here going down to the court case. But it, I'm going to do an audio where it's going to take you up and down, and you're going to hear background music and sound effects and all of that. I'm looking for a studio to do that in. Uh, oh. You know, okay. to, to record it.
0: Well, I but, don't know. Um, do it here. What? You can do it here. they will do it for you for $10,000. Well, maybe. But how about 10 dollars yeah, maybe 10. We can negotiate. We can negotiate. <laughs> we, can negotiate. We, we,
3: we, we can work something out. I mean, we can, we can work something out to where they did. How, how, how do they get a copy of the audio book? Well, you have to go on RadioFreeAlmond.com uh, on the app and download it. And boom, there you go. Uh, can I make one suggestion, though, for the audio There it is. I just did it. Okay. I just called it. <laughs> okay. If okay. you if you if you wait a minute, wait a minute, world, wait a minute, and then I'm done, I swear to God. If you nine fifteen, that's my well nine fifteen minutes birthday. If you if you it's fifteen minutes before nine, that's what I mean, nine fifteen. If you allow me to record my book once I get the hard copy, I'm just gonna read the book right. from beginning to end. Yeah. No 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 nothing. Word for word. Sound effects and all of that. If you allow me to do that in your studio, they can only order the book through the Radio Free Almen app.
0: Okay, worldwide. We'll figure that out. We'll make it. We'll make that happen. Boom. And 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 uh, make people buy a hat with it. Hat comes with it. <laughs> okay.
3: You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the price of the book. And then you, you know, you get the audio,
0: but then you'll get a hat in the mail. Okay. All right. Well, I got to figure that out because I don't want to have to be paying for I'm think, not going to be giving just, people hats. Just think about that. because okay, it costs me money. I'm not going to make you, you – know, you, know, you,
3: you put that in the price of the audiobook. I mean, how much does it cost to hear somebody talk? $5 or something? Yeah. Okay, well. Okay. Put that. In, uh, put the hat in there. Then you got to pay $25. <laughs> we'll figure it out.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> I will make, can I make one suggestion, though? One suggestion. Because you have to do one version of it because uh, I know your voice sounds great, but you got to have this voice as part of it, too, Um uh,
7: I don't feel
3: no ways
0: tired. I, 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 I come too far I where I started, started from. Nobody told me that the road this was going to be easy. Love you. I love you, man. I'm going to get buddy. out of here. Okay, man. Uh, say hi to Matthew Mitchell out there. He said, if you ever need a car, oh, home, good. and life, baby. I'm serious. Love you, man. I'm serious. I'm there. All right, boy. I'm with okay. you, Tiger. I'm let's right there paying, with you, buddy. Let's get paid. Let's get paid, brother. Just got paid today. Got me a pocket full hey, of chains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Henry's showing some love to Matthew Mitchell and the Matthew Mitchell Allstate Agency. And I hope you all can show some love. Uh-oh. See you, brother. 855-QUOTE-ME is the phone number. Cool. And check it out. It's Matthew Mitchell. How you doing, man?
5: Excellent, buddy. Great to see you, buddy. Great to see you. I'm glad to be in the studio for the first time. Uh, what
0: do you think? looks wonderful. I got to get like, a, I got to get maybe, um, you know, we got to, I, because I, I, I don't mind nascar this place up a little bit. Yeah. So I need to get like Allstate. I always thought the Allstate brand was red and white.
5: Well, it's blue. Oh, it's, it's blue. It's blue, yeah. And the latest spin that they're doing on the TV and on the radio is this creepy guy, and his
0: name's Mayhem. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah you, I love that. I love those commercials. It's, it's hilarious. Those they- are crazy, too, man. So uh, speak a little closer to the mic so I can, okay. I can make sure I hear your velvety there voice then. there. Uh, Matthew, first of all, I want to thank you, and I hope all of you can thank Matthew as well uh, for your support of Radio Free Almond. Absolutely. Uh, you and I have known each other a long time. Uh, you are my car insurance guy. You are my home insurance guy. We just signed on the dotted line on the life insurance uh, policies as well. And so, buddy, I got to tell you, you, you do great work. And, and one of the great things about Matthew is uh, it, it kind of goes back to the old school days when you had that family life insurance agent. You had that person. You, had, you, mm-hmm. you weren't 800 numbering it, uh, although, you know, obviously 855 quote me. But you're getting a hold of Matthew. Like, right. I don't know how many times I've been stuck someplace uh, and I did have my insurance card. And I call Matthew right away. And, and I don't get in to Matthew uh, just because I'm Jamie Allman and I'm friends with him. If you're his client, you can call him. That's just... This right, how it works. And so uh, often I would go, hey, man, uh, I, need my, I don't have my car insurance thing with me. Uh, can, you, can you send it to me? Often, sometimes that would be when I'm pulled over on the side of the road and there's a police officer behind me. And I'm going, can you text me my car insurance? Because I do not have the damn thing anywhere. I can't find it. Uh, and boy, I'll tell you what, two minutes later, boom, there he is. And there I am. And I've got my insurance card, right, texted to me over the phone. So that's the kind of personal service you get, buddy. That's what it's about. We like to do that. Uh,
5: it's a techie company. All State is a fantastic company for lots of reasons, and so we partner with you know one of the best. There's a lot of myths about insurance out there, and a lot of it's just fed by the marketing and the propaganda and the commercials and the ads, and you've got to figure out, is that really true? Is that really correct? Has Geico been around 100 years? Because that's what they tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you got to fact check that stuff. And I, I'm, you know, and it's in my industry, and I'm an insurance nerd, so I go to the DOI website, and I'm like, how long has Geico really been in Missouri? Uh, maybe 25 years. Right. They haven't been around that long. And so uh, you just got to really remember that, you know, there's a lot of, you know, false advertisements going on out there. And you got to sort through that. You got to figure out what's really true and what's really not. So um, today we can talk about some insurance myths if you want to kind of get and into All that. State,
0: and, and plus, Allstate is a, as a, has a great heritage. And and whenever you're hooked up with a company uh, that has managed to be around for a long, long time and also a just to the modern needs, uh, adjust to certain sways in the market or certain elements, uh, adjust to certain kinds of coverage that might not have been there before, all kinds of ways. And so when you're a company like Allstate and you're a guy like Matthew Mitchell, you are flexible. I mean, and, 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 and that's what it's all about. There are some people who are the cookie-cutter guys, and you get one deal here, and that's it, and blah, blah, blah. But you are, all, yeah. and, and I've seen this with the car insurance and home insurance as well, is that you're flexible. There's wiggle room in all different kinds of formulations, right? Yes, that's right. In, in the insurance industry,
5: it's not, it's not a one-size-fits-all solution. And, and it comes down to a conversation between the agent and that customer, what's right for you. What's right for you might be different than what's right for the next guy. And so you really can't can this stuff. And that's what the 800 numbers and the websites have tried to do to compete in that space where it was driven by agents to small business owners has always been – the local agent, the rock in this industry that formed it, that built it, that brought it into the world today. And so uh, when Allstate opened its doors in the 50s and the 60s, people remember their Allstate guy underneath the escalator in the Sears store. Right. So that was your Allstate guy. And you went over there while you're getting your tires rotated. Then you could talk to you about your insurance. That was before the web. That was before it it has become what it is today. So those guys were uh, systemically turned around and turned into independent contractors. So what we do... We're independent contractors. We're not employees. We own the book of business. So right. my job is to go out there and make sure everybody's happy, satisfied. And not everybody fits all state, but you know what? We do our best. And, and this is the show me state. So I tell everybody, it doesn't hurt to just check. Get a quote. You know, Send me your, your policies. You know, Let me see what you got going on right now. And there's a lot of times when I'll tell somebody, hey, you're not a fit yet. Let's we'll keep looking at it every couple of years. Right, right. Maybe it's a fit for you right now. It's like, wow, have you really paid attention to these details? Do you know your deductible is five grand? And so over the last 20 years, this industry was hit really hard by a series of storms to the point where insurance companies were literally upside down. They were paying out more in claims on homeowner's insurance specifically wow, than they were taking in in premium. And so it's negative going, it's going negative. And so basically we call that a loss ratio. It's, it means the insurance companies are not making any money. So they had to respond. And in our industry, the Department of Insurance will step in and say, hey, your numbers are not trending right. You're going to either have to raise rates or you're going to have to shed risk. You got to get rid of some people, or you're going to have to, you know, price this stuff up. How are you going to handle it? And so the insurance industries collectively have to make a decision. Typically they don't want to let people go. So what they'll do is they'll start in trending the rate increases. Different insurance companies have responded differently. Like State Farm's the largest market share in Missouri. What they did is they said, hey, everybody, you're going to have a deductible that's a percentage. Right. And there wasn't a whole lot of education that went around with that because they just made the decision. They sent everybody a letter. And if you didn't call your agent and ask, they probably didn't explain it. Right, right. So they said, well, if you got a you know, $100,000 home, if it's only insured for 100000 and you got a 1% deductible, that's $1,000 deductible. No surprises there. But if you loan a larger home, 300,000 in, in coverage, maybe 400,000 in coverage, maybe half a million, and you got a thousand dollar deductible, and you don't find out until claim time that you got a five thousand dollar deductible, that could be a big surprise. Right, right. And so if you're not paying attention to these details, it will catch you by surprise. And so many people out there said, I had no idea that my deductible was five grand until I had to file a claim.
0: Right, right. And and, and-, and, 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 and with you, uh, you, and, and that's one thing I've, I've talked about for A long time since we've been hooked up together, is that you can do low premiums and low deductibles. There are people who, uh, is that Mm -hmm. one of the myths that that you can't do low premiums and low deductibles at the same time?
5: It can be done, it's a case by case basis. And so what we're looking for is the right fit. And our close ratio now is about 40%. So, you know, four out of 10 people that call us are on board yeah that's that's been a great ratio when i first started in the industry it was more like one out of ten right and uh so there's a little bit more wiggle room because Allstate is a stock company and, and right now our financials are phenomenal right we're talking a gigantic large stock company it's the largest stock insurance company in america so it's 180
0: billion strong on the books they own subsidiaries they and own- what it means is they really don't have to nickel and dime people that that, that mm-hmm. that's the benefit of having a strong portfolio or a right. strong kind of uh, stock, as you say, right? Exactly. It, it's it, it's about
5: uh, the breadth of product. I mean, there's nothing I can't do except I just don't mess with health insurance. Obamacare kind of changed all right, that. Right, right, right. There yeah. was a time when I dabbled in it.
0: Yeah. So now, what about what about the uh, for young people too? Uh, because th- there are a lot of people uh, and, and insurance companies uh, kind of piggyback on this this idea that if you're young, you automatically have to have skyrocketing. Uh, costs of car insurance, et cetera. That's not necessarily the case. They have changed our
5: philosophy here, and, and we are kind of fitting a uh, – our wheelhouse, if you will, is the multiple car family. So it's mom, dad, son, daughter, all driving. That's, that's really our niche. That's what we're looking for. So if you have teenagers and you're paying ridiculous insurance costs, it pays to check. You need to call our office, get a hold of my team, get a hold of Eric, get a hold of Christina, talk to Ashley. They're some of the best. And they'll take those policies that you're paying on now and just analyze it. And, you know, we're we're fortunate enough that we can say, listen, we've looked at it. If it doesn't fit, stay where you're at. We're we're honest enough in that respect. And I appreciate that because it'll come back. And I've had people check with me year after year after year after year. And then they'll finally say, I don't care what it costs. I'm pulling the trigger. I want to be with Allstate. Great. And we'll take care of you. Um, What Allstate is doing now, technology-wise, is creating a platform. And they've done it with their Allstate app. Technology-wise, you can basically download this program called DriveWise. DriveWise tracks how you drive as a driver. So if you drive like a saint, they're going to get rewards. You know, and they gauge how you, you know, stop hard or gauge how you how do they? The, how does the app do that? Well, the same technology that operates Uber and. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's satellite wow. stuff. And so they all can right. they can macro level how you drive as a driver and it follows your phone. It's not the car now, it follows your phone. So you got to set it up. When you got the Allstate policy, you sign up for the DriveWise program and say, I want the rewards. And you can use the reward points to buy things, you know. Uh, yeah. I haven't been on the website to look at all the things you can buy purses, hats, coats, gloves, et cetera. Sure. Those are rewards you get as a safe driver because you've built those points up. But you also get discounts. And so that means your insurance costs can steadily decline if you're a very safe driver and you can establish that with how you drive and that you, that app will track it for you. So the technology behind Allstate as a company is, I think, very ahead of some of the comp- competition that we deal with. Right, because right. Because some of those comp- companies just don't have that technology yet. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so wow. they're
5: they're paving – a new trail in that respect. They call it telematics using phone technology to see how you as a driver perform. Right. Right. And that's probably the most interesting technological innovation I've seen in the insurance industry over the last couple of years, because it's going to be the wave of the future. Right. Right. they even have pay as you go car insurance. That's coming.
0: Wow. I mean, dude, I got to tell you, I so appreciate your support of this show and folks uh, you've, been able to tap into that. I mean, Matthew is very knowledgeable about this industry. He's a young guy, but he has so much knowledge and so much passion for helping you all out when it comes to your insurance needs and making things really easy for you. Matthew wants to make things easy for you. Even if a guy like me makes things hard for him, Matthew wants to make things easy for you. And he has for me. So my car insurance, my home insurance, it didn't take long, my home insurance I ran. I did the. I did what you will do, which is let them review your home insurance policy. And I was like, Pfft. I ripped it to shreds and went right to Matthew Mitchell and the Matthew Mitchell Allstate agency. And of course, uh, for your life insurance needs too, we just had a really great policy. He worked hard to make sure we got the best deal. And uh, so I hope you all can support Matthew eight uh, five five quote me. 855-QUOTE-ME is your phone number, right? And is is there a web aspect or just 855-QUOTE-ME?
5: Use that. Um, You can go to Allstate and then Google my name. Um, You can also uh, just send me an email. And there is an Allstate website where you can see the reviews about my agency and my team. That's on the Allstate website. How do we email you then? Email. Yeah, it's easy. It's Matthew Mitchell at com. So okay. Matthew with two T's
0: Mitchell with two L's. All right, man. And uh, yeah, we need to figure out a way to link it up on your, uh, I'll put it up in the comment section, but, uh, 855 yeah. quote me is a direct number there. Thanks for coming down. Glad you liked it. The- the look, love it, right? And 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 thanks to you uh, and and all the other folks who support this great show, including my guys at Discovery Design Inc. Dot com, uh, Golden Oak Lending, another uh, gem there. Uh, Proctor Draperies on the way. Naputi Wellness is another example of a true friend and a. F- Uh, true gem Uh, and we've got of course Santino Cigars and Cocktails I hope you can come down for the uh, happy hour it's the 27th of September we're going to have the County Brown Barbecue guys down there because we're going to raise some money for backstoppers as well so check it all out RadioFreeAlmond.com is the website for all your gear people And 855-QUOTE-ME is how you get set up with Matthew Mitchell and the Matthew Mitchell Allstate Agency. Buddy, uh, again, uh, thank you so much uh, for what you do, and thanks for being there uh, for Radio Free Allman and my people, buddy.
5: Awesome. Glad to be back. I'm glad it worked out. Absolutely. (laughs) We missed you, man. (laughs) I know. I
0: know. And so glad to be back. And I'm back, thanks in part, to guys like Matthew and the Matthew Mitchell Allstate Agency. 855 quote me, check it out, folks. And Matthew, good to see you, buddy. Oh, it's a pleasure to be in. Thanks, everybody. Have a great rest of your day.